Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Puckalonians, and welcome to another episode of Puckle TCG Cast. Of course, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, an unsensical name our theorist leader Thatch came up with, and we're just ro- rolling with it. I am your host, Lord Yoshiro, and uh, with me, I got two fantastic co-hosts. First, they say that when he plays the lottery, the lottery feels like the real winner. It's Sublime Manic. I have not been winning the lottery recently, but I'll let you know when I do. Hello. (laughs) And last but not least, a man so wise, some say, that he actually knows letters before the letter A. It's Gator Maximus. Uh, the Alpha and the Omega. Let's get it right. <laughs> <sighs> so, guys, there's so much to talk about. So much has been going on. I know that we have the Liverpool Regionals happened. I know that PacoCon happened last weekend. It's too much to talk about. However, there is one focus in our mind right now, and that is Burning Shadows has finally been released after a few weekends of pre-releases. And now we can talk about these cards and how they impact the meta, which makes this... A review episode, guys. So round of applause for us. Round of applause. Now, there we go. Thank you. Now, so since that's the case, we're going to jump over all the news. We're going to jump everything. Just go straight to Topical Beach. So grab your umbrellas for the sun and grab your beach towels because we're heading to Topical Beach. Welcome to Topical Beach. So the wind is in our face, the sand is on our feet, and we are going to go ahead and proceed to talk about Burning Shadows, the new set that has been released for the Pokemon TCG. And <laughs> this set is something else. If we we last thought with um, Guardians Rising that, oh man, this set is so good, I really don't think we're going to have another set this good. And Nintendo says, um, not sorry, Pokemon Company says, hold my beer. And they brought, just threw out at us this Burning Shadows we will definitely go into discuss. So let's go right into the matter and talk about these cards. Now, let's go ahead and start with, as always, in order of type, with Grass. And Grass has one little butterfly that is lovingly in each of us hearts, and that is Butterfree. 
So, as you know, it's a grass type HP, 120, it's a stage 2. Uh, it has two attacks. Its first attack is, however, the interesting one. For one grass, bye bye healing, heals all damage from all your Pokemon, then shuffle this Pokemon and all cards attached to it into your deck. Interesting. Uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Sublime. What do you think about Butterfree? I wouldn't play it. <laughs> Any particular... It like, no, like, the only thing interesting about it is Bye Bye Healing, but Bye Bye Healing doesn't do damage, so what are you doing if you're not doing damage? Yeah. You're gonna mill when you have to get a stage 2 on? No. No, do not. Do not play Butterfree. Bye Bye Butterfree. Exactly. Ha <laughs> ha, Gator! Um, I don't like it simply because I'm looking at the cards I pulled from these pre-releases and I don't have one. Uh, <laughs> any, uh, that's the only reason? That's literally the, like, what can I say that Sublime didn't say? Okay, perfect. Cards bad. <laughs> it is definitely bad. I'm not going to go into it either. So let's go ahead and rate this card. Of course, I think I can speak for all when we say not very effective. Correct. Correct. Yep. Moving on to our next one, Sublime. Now let me tell you about this next card, because it's Vileplume, and I have a theory that Vileplume secretly wishes it was a Dark-type, because Karen uses it in the Johto Elite 4, and she's a Dark-type trainer, and every <laughs> card we get with Vileplume is evil, so I really believe that in its heart, Vileplume is a Dark-type, and that's why I like it. Um, it is a Stage 2, not a GX, it's just a regular Stage 2, got 140 HP, Grass-type, its ability on this one is called Disgusting Fallen. So you know it's going to be something shady. It says, if, if this card is your active Pokemon, your opponent's basic Pokemon can't attack. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. You <laughs> thought you had seen the last of Vileplume. Oh, no. No, you had not. You yep. thought you were getting rid of the item lock. Oh, but Vileplume came back. It didn't even matter. It also has an attack called Downer Shock, which costs two grass and a colorless, does 60 damage, flip a coin. If heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. If tails, it is confused. Which is more of the same, of course, but combined with that ability, something has to be said. Gator, any opinions? Um, this could see some unique place being splashed in in the final hurrah of uh, Forest of Giant Forest. Plants being legal to play. Yeah. Um, especially if you're already playing Bioplume. Um, it might not be a bad tech. I don't think it's very good, though. I think it's one of those cards where it's like, you know, it's the 67th, 68th card in your list. You're going to cut it before you... Because you need yeah. the other cards. Yeah, evolutions is a, is now a thing, right? So these big GX Pokemon are coming in as evolutions. So that won't deter them. <laughs> I used deterred. Um, but however, um, we still do have some basic GX on the horizon that are pretty intimidating. So I'm with Gator as well in the sense that I think it's both, actually. I'm in the middle, both with Gator and Sublime. I think it's going to see play because there is, I mean, again, there's ways that you can stop your opponent from attacking if he's using a basic Pokemon uh, deck. Uh, but it's just not as good as item lock as it was with um, the other Vileplume. So let's go ahead. I'm just going to say, start this out with saying that for me, it's just effective. Although there are a lot of um, evolution decks right now, there are still decks that this completely shuts down. And I think there are quite a few decks that could tech this in if they wanted to. So especially with Forest being legal for a couple more months, I will say Vileplume is super effective. And Gator? 
Um, I'm going to say effective, and I'd like to point out that the ability states that they can't even attack as the basic. So it's not like it's not that the card Doing receives damage. no effects. Like just it's, can't attack. Ooh. So, like, if the card is even, like, you had, like, um, uh, the Eevee, the Eeveelutions Eevee, where it's flip a coin and draw a card, you can't even flip the coin. Like, it just doesn't let you attack. So, for that, it's definitely ineffective. Okay, perfect. So, and we're going to move on to the next one. Take it away, Gator. Alrighty, you guys. We are now moving into some fun jank, and you know Gator loves some jank. <laughs> so, what we have here is Heracross. Now, what's cool about Heracross is he is a basic 110 hit point grass Pokemon, and it has an ability called Guts. If this Pokemon would be knocked out by your opponent's attack, flip a coin. If heads, this Pokemon is not knocked out, and its remaining HP becomes 10 instead. For two grass, it does 50 damage. Your opponent switches their active one of their benched. Uh, weak to fire, no resistances, retreat cost of two. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's so janky. Like, it's a... Um, what was it? It was, uh, uh, you guys helped me out. Expanded, um, fighting type tool card. Uh, uh focus sash? Yeah, focus sash. It's yeah. a focus sash for, on a Pokemon. It's great. Permanently, yeah. Yeah, sublime. I don't like it. I wouldn't play it. You wouldn't play it? Why? No, I absolutely wouldn't play it. You're like risking, first of all, it's not doing enough damage. Like, seriously, who's playing this? Like, it's not going to do enough damage to be, like, an attacker. You're basically, like, stalling with it, I guess. And, like, it only works half the time. That's not a good stall when your stall only works half the time. Yeah. Well, I can definitely see it as a stall. Like, it's cool, but I don't like it. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, opinion. remember that also combined to... It has a bulky 110 HP. And that's that, that, like, that's a common, like, benchmark. Yes. For what... Not for a basic, though. Unless they're legendaries. It's, it's not good. It's not good. I don't. I definitely. It's, it's, it's like I think um, Gator nailed it when he said it's janky. <laughs> okay, so um, I like it. I like it uh, because I see it as a potential. Like everyone saw Wobbuffet being played. Wobbuffet, of course, the one with the ability that will uh, block abilities uh, unless they're from Psychic Pokemon, and they played that. It also has 110 uh, HP as a staller, right? Because that the, didn't flip a coin, huh? That didn't require a coin flip. It didn't, but it... Works. Correct, but however, this one's just there, and you might not be able to kill it. it, it I, I definitely do see some play with this eventually, so I'm going to go ahead and start the vote with... I, I kind of like it. Super effective. Sublime? Not very effective. And Gator? Not very effective. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So, moving on to the next one. Is... And of course, that is Araquanid. Another grass, this is a stage one, and HP is at 100, and it has basically two attacks. For double colorless energy, bubble net, 30 damage, energy can't be attached to defending Pokemon from your opponent's hand during the next turn, and its second attack it really doesn't matter, uh, one grass, uh, double colorless, sharp defense, it just does 80 damage, weakness to fire, retreat costs one. This is interesting, um, let's start with Gator. Alright guys, so most of you kind of can figure out that I'm usually the one that puts together these lists for us to talk about for these cards. And I am going to make a little confession here. 
This card is purely on here because it makes me angry that it is weak to fire type. Arachnid should never, ever be weak <laughs> to fire types. These card designers do not pay attention to the game. This is stupid. It should not be weak to fire. That's what I got to say about Arachnid. It, wow. it is infuriating to me. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're, you ain't wrong. Um, <laughs> you ain't wrong. So, um, regarding the attack itself, I bubble net, I, I mean, 30 damage, that's nothing big, nothing good, but, uh, not blocking your opponent from actually attaching energy from their hand is interesting. Um, again, this is a stall method. It's just be able to stall your opponent. I mean, I don't know, sublime. It's bad because it only means that you can't attach to the defending Pokemon. You can still attach to the bench, and so because of that, I don't think it's worth playing a stage one that only does yeah. 30 damage. That's a good point. When it only targets one single Pokemon on the opponent's side. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and claim the title of Not Very Effective for Me. Not Very Effective. Not Very Effective and Wrong. <laughs> and wrong, that's right. It's insulting to the Pokemon community. It goes beyond just being bad. Beyond the pale. <laughs> so, we got a few cowards uh, that we're going to talk about now. Sublime. Talk about right, Wimpod and Galissapod. We've talked about a lot because um, they've been getting a lot of traction and attention, and that's going to be Wimpod and Galissapod GX. So, Wimpod, um, it's worth mentioning just because it has an ability on it. Uh, so, it has 70 HP, and its ability is Wimp out. During your first turn, this Pokemon has no retreat cost. That's pretty sweet if you're running a Galissapod GX deck and you happen to be forced to start with Wimpod, just so if you go first, you can pull it out of the active spot um, before your opponent attacks. So that's pretty convenient. But of course, the real star is Galissapod GX, which has a whopping 210 HP, stage 1. It has the first impression attack for just one grass energy, which does 30 damage, but it also does 90 more damage if this Pokemon became your active Pokemon this turn. On top of that, it has armor press for two grass, um, one grass and a two and a color. Uh, bleh. sorry, <laughs> one grass, uh, one grass, two colorless. So a grass and a double colorless. It does a hundred, and during your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon takes twenty less damage from your opponent's attacks. Yeah. And then it also has a Crossing Cut GX for the same price, which does one hundred and fifty damage, and switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. Yeah, I like cost it. Of three. Yep, we already discussed, as, as Sublime said, this card is really good. It is definitely have the potential to be played as a main attacker in, in many decks. The fact that it's armor press does 100 damage, which is a little low. However, it protects you from 20 less. Let's add to that the fact that we have Observation uh, Stadium. Observation doesn't matter because it only applies to basic. To basic, you're right. Um, so I do see potential for this for sure, Gator. Um... Galissapod has got an interesting spot in this meta coming up. Um, with Guzma being able to swap it out and get strong hits with it, and uh, Grass-type being pretty strong right now, um, even if it is losing Forest, there's a lot of interesting text for Grass. Yeah. Um, just like Revitalizer and things like that. So I could see Galissapod working. Um, it's not too expensive to use, and... I think you could also pair it with the uh, regular base Galissapod oh, yeah. that fights the EXs. So I think there's a lot of room for this card. Yeah, I agree. So moving on, Gator, what's our next card? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, oh, wait, wait, we haven't reviewed it. Uh, super effective. Yeah, super effective. 
effective. <laughs> oh, effective? Ooh, I don't think spicy. it's super, but it's effective. Okay. And continue oh. on Gator on. Alright, so we have everybody's favorite not dragon, Charizard GX. Woo! Alright, be still my heart, all of you Charizard Gen 1ers. <laughs> Charizard GX is a fire type with 250 hit points. It is a stage 2. Long gone are the days of the EXs where you could get a Charizard as a basic. For three colorless, its first attack, wing attack, does 70 damage. And now listen to this doozy of a second attack. <laughs> for three fire and two colorless, that's right, for five energy cards, Crimson Storm, 300 damage, discard three fire energy from this Pokemon. And then for its GX attack, Raging Out, a fire and a double colorless, discard the top ten cards from your opponent's deck. That's right, ten cards. Uh, weak to water, retreat cost of two. Sublime. We've discussed this before. It's gimmicky, as most Charizard cards are. I think the GX is the most interesting thing about it. Yeah. I think it could pair well with like the Hound Doom EX for yeah. a Fire-type mill deck, and that's about it. I agree. Yeah, and although you say that Charizard cards are known to be gimmicky, I don't think of them as being gimmicky. I'm, I just think of them as just not being not being good at all most of the time and i mean who would play five energy costs on a, an attack to do 300 it's completely unnecessary it's like they they make charizard in the game so bad that no one wants to play it and it's just ridiculous gator um the my biggest regret with this card is that the only way to cheat it in would be to use ho-oh gx's attack which completely defeats the point because you want to use this card for its gx attack Exactly. Um, and that in itself makes me say that it's not very effective. Not very effective for me, too. Sublime. Not very effective. Here yeah, we right go. Enough. Another one. Another Charizard bites the dust. So moving on from one dragon wannabe to an actual phoenix. And this phoenix is called Ho-Oh GX. It has a whooping 190, which is a little bit higher for uh, this is Taurus level HP, which is not bad. It's Lapras level. Lapras level, yes, that's what I was thinking. Lapras level oh, it HP. Says the 180. The 180, yep. Yeah. Uh, and it has three attacks, like every GX used, uh, would have. Its first attack, Sacred Fire for one fire, a double colorless. This attack does 50 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon, and of course, do not apply weakness and resistance to the bench Pokemon. Uh, basic snipe attack, a little expensive for that, but still good. Its second attack, Burning Bur uh, Phoenix Burn. Three fire energies and one colorless. 180 damage. This Pokemon can't use Phoenix Burn during your next turn. Reminds us of Lapras once more. And lastly, it's GX attack. It's for one fire and two colorless Eternal Flame GX. And if that if it, if that's not Phoenix Phoenix E, I don't know what is. Put three of uh, any combination of fire uh, EX or GX Pokemon from your discard pile onto your bench. This is basically a um. Ace in a hole for fire on steroids. Uh, Sublime, let's start with you. This is one of my favorite cards in the set. Um, Ho is one of my favorite legendaries in general, and this just screams playable and combines with Kiawe. I'm so excited to play this card with Volcanion. Yeah. And hit for just about one hit KOs on everything in the format once you get a couple of boosts on it. Mm-hmm. And with all of, with Guzma especially, once you get two Ho oh set up, like you're you're set. You said. Yeah, for sure. Gator. Um the the cost of that attack kind of bothers me a little bit. Four 
and three of them being fire. Yeah, with Kiwe. It's exactly or... the cost of Kiawe. It is exactly the cost, but that's assuming you start it and you have access to the Lele for turn one, like, and then you can't use it, so... But we do have Guzma now, so this card, I don't know, it's it's tricky enough with Volcanion when you get stuck not being able to attack the next turn. Um, there are situations where you get it gets sticky, but the fact that this only has two retreat costs versus the Volcanion EX's three retreat cost, I think, is a major uh, help with it, because that's only a couple turns with baby Volcanion to get it back powered up if you do have to manually retreat it. So, I like it. Overall. Yep, I like it too. It's it's definitely, it, although it is expensive in attack, it definitely is a consistent good hitter. It will always hit if you're able to teach him, like we do with Labrys, for a 180, uh, able to knock out with the enough um, enhancements on it. So I really do like this, how and it definitely looks like it's one of the fire attackers that we've been so long waiting for in this meta. What, uh, fire has finally gotten more support, and now we just needed a great great attacker and ho just fits that bill so i'm gonna give it a super effective i'm gonna give it a super effective as well and point out it's not weak to water <laughs> it's not uh super effective awesome so moving on to the next one take it away sublime all right so i believe we are talking about heat more next mm-hmm. and it's a basic not a gx 110 hp it's got Odor Sleuth for two colorless energy, flip two coins for each heads, put a card from your discard pile into your hand. And then you also have Searing Flame for a fire energy and uh, two colorless, which does 60 damage, and your opponent's active is now burned. Gator, discuss. So, I like this little card. Um, Heatmore is basically... Uh, a way to do the um, Junk Hunt... Yeah. attack or junk hunt trainer um in the standard right now we don't have the ability to pull the items back in standard like that and i think that if combined with victini where you're able to reflip this you could see this card starting to become um a really interesting piece of certain mill and control decks yeah um especially being able to get back puzzles of time mm-hmm. um Co- comboing with Puzzle of Time makes this card very, very gross in the right hands in circumstances. Yeah. Yep, I uh, do. It's interesting. It definitely has two good attacks because we cannot discontent, uh, discount the second one, although it is one fire energy more expensive. 60 damage and your opponent is burned. That's a consistent 80 damage, maybe even 100 when it comes back if he failed the first uh, Tails. Um, and uh, not, that's pretty decent. That's a pretty decent attack, um, for a stage, uh, I'm sorry, for a basic Pokemon that is not a GX. So, I like it. I definitely like it, so I'm gonna give it a super effective. I'm gonna give I'm it gonna... an effective. Sublime. I'm also gonna give it an effective just for Odor Sleuth. I think that's the star here. Oh no, it definitely is the star. I'm yeah. just saying we shouldn't ignore Searing Flame, because it's decent, right? So, moving on to the next one. Go for Gator. Alrighty, guys. It is time once again to get to a GX Pokemon. And this Pokemon is Salazzle GX. Or, if you're a fan of our rival podcast, uh, Salazizzle. Um, (laughs) Salazzle GX. Hit points 200 
Fire type, stage one evolves from Slandit. Uh, for two fire, Diabolical Claws does 50 times damage. This attack does 50 times the number of prize cards you've already taken. Again, and all of its attacks are double fire. So it's, it's second attack, Heat Blast, 110. And then for its GX attack, Queen's Haze, discard all energy from your opponent's active. Uh, weak to water, retreat cost of two. This card is disgusting. It's pure and other disgust that I have when I see this card. That Diabolical, diabolical Claw could have not been named better. That is a late game sweeper. All you need is two fire energies on Salasso GX, and he will knock out pretty much everything in the game. For sure. Um, its other attacks are not bad at all either. Heat Blast for a decent 110 for two fires. Everything's two fire, which I love. And then the Queen's Haze, of course, is got all energies, which should not ever be, um, look over the ability to, to get rid of all your opponents, uh, all of your active your defending Pokemon's energy is really, really, really big. So, uh, so uh, Sublime, what do you think? That Diabolical Claw is just vicious once you're, like, halfway through a game. Yeah. And 110 is a really good benchmark to hit, because a lot of the Stage 1 GXs usually have about 210. So that's two-hit KOing almost everything. And if you even think about, like, the, like, bulkiest GXs that are Stage 2s at 250, you slap on a Choice Band, and I think 110 is a really good benchmark to hit. Mm -hmm. It really is. Gator, final word? Um, so with this guy, he suffers for not being a basic. Right now, pretty much the only fire types that we like are basic fire types because of Volcanion EX. So I don't know where his niche is going to fall. Um, so I think he's just going to be underrepresented, and I don't see him coming to the fruition he deserves. Because he doesn't even take advantage of Kiawe, really, um, with only having the two... And only needing to. Um, but that's a beautiful... Interesting... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, he might have some synergy with, like, Turtonator GX being able to, like, have a secondary attacker there and make something out of that deck. But if you do... pretty much if you don't fit in with Volcanion, I don't know what to do with you. No, no, it's definitely a one-off in those Volcanion decks. It is a secondary attacker that you can pull up specifically at the end of the game. You don't... That's why... The, whether or not it needs Volcanion is it doesn't really it doesn't really matter because the purpose of Salasso is bringing out late game, bring out at the end when you already have three or four prices claimed. That way you make sure that you can just continue knocking things out even if you don't have to count on Volcanion to do so. It does it by itself. So I, I just can don't definitely think you put the, see it. The one one line in it though, like I don't see it being a part. That's what I'm saying. Like there's no fire deck being built right now. That it works well with because in Volcanion you've already got a secondary attacker and Turtonator and now Ho OGX. So I just think this is one card that falls through the cracks by not being. Sh it's good but not good enough. I think this is going to be its own deck to be honest. Like I completely agree, it doesn't belong in the Volcanion deck. Um, but I see Salazzle being potentially good enough to hack it on its own and not requiring Kiawe means you can play other supporters too. Exactly. So I like it at least. Uh, I say it's super effective on my side. Um, maybe we'll be wrong about this in the future, but for now, I'm going to say super effective. Uh, effective. Okay, that's pretty decent across the board. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. We're going to move from fire and volcano and brimstone up to a more colder climate, and that is with the water Pokemon. And starting out with Fluffy's favorite, G's Generation 7, Alula Ninetales. And all you guys that follow me on streaming and watch me play and talk, you all know my 
quotes love for Lola Ninetales, specifically that GX is annoying. However, this is not a GX, this is a regular stage 1 with 110 HP. Now its ability is interesting. Luminous Barrier prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon by your opponent's EX and GX Pokemon. Boom, this is basically safeguard, uh, including GX. And then its attack, it's for one water, a double colorless Aurora Beam for 80 damage. Its weakness is to steal, not fire, and retreat cost is one. Hmm, go for it. Start with you, Gator. Alright, so I like this card with Alolan Vulpix in the format, being able to search this card out. I think this card's a wonderful splash. And when this card was released months ago, one of the things I saw working with it was being able to pair it with something like um, Umbreon GX, where you have a hit-and-run ability. Um, being able to pop this up and say, I dare you to get out something that's not a GX to hit me is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so Especially considering know. that we're headed to a meta where Hexmaniac will no longer exist. That's also true. So that's yeah. not like they can hex around it either. They can Lysander mm-hmm. and Guzma around it. But yep. they're not going to hex around it, um, and they're only going to Lysander around it until September first. Exactly. So, so they won't be uh, only be able to goose my or Lycan rocket. So or, I definitely see. Um, tra- um, not trash and lands, but what's um Garbodor? Yeah, Garbodor, Toxic Absent. Yeah, yeah. Garb's active. So um, I don't see this card being a tier one deck, but I definitely see a budget deck coming out of Alola Nine Tails. Me too. I do the same. Sublime. I think this is one of the best cards in the set. I'm very mm. excited about it because it slides so easily into an already strong deck, which is uh, Ninetales GX. Yeah, and that's true. It, it's easily popped in there. Uh, you could easily do a one-off here and then three yeah. GXs. Yeah, and actually, you could do two because they have different names. Well, you're yeah. right. Well, but you only have you know four Vulpix. I would run three two for the uh, GX to non-GX because that ability is really strong. Yeah. Like, okay. what decks are there that don't use GX attackers right now? Greninja? <laughs> yeah, that's, like, the only one. Um, um, I see... Because we're losing Vespaquin, aren't we? We are. We are, but I also see um, Gardevoir running Gallade. Mm, yeah, he's like, right, yeah. The majority of decks yeah. will need an answer to this. This is a meta-shifting card, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, think it's I... no more meta-shifting. Like, Carbine Brink wasn't meta-shifting. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think it's meta shifting because there's way around it. Like we said, it's just it's strong, and, and and it's going to become stronger once the the rotation happens. Uh, you could only really block it out with a uh, Garbodor or any of the other cards, which rule like, require next, like I have to tech against this. Is correct, the thing, and that's a really yeah. important like that. That's power. Yeah. If you have to change your deck to accommodate for this, this was a big deal. True, that might be it. So let's go ahead and do our review. I'm going to start with saying super effective. Definitely super effective. Um, effective. Okay, so moving on from a silver fox to a dragon seahorse, if that makes any sense. Um, I know there is a dragon. Uh, moving on. Uh, go ahead and take it away, Sublime. So they gave us Kingdra, and it's a water type in this newest iteration. For uh, 140 HP, stage 2, for one water energy, it has Brine. This attack does 90 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon that has any damage counters on it. Mm -hmm. And then for one water energy, it also has Tornado Shot. 
which does 90 damage as well. Discard a water energy attached to this Pokemon. This attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Gator, what are your opinions on Kindra? Um, okay, y'all, you need to calm down and thinking this is going to be the new Greninja deck. Um, that's pretty much the word I've been getting on this, is people are like, oh man, you can snipe, it's just like Greninja, blah, blah, blah. This no. is not the new Greninja deck. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Please. Please stop. Like, <laughs> don't, don't think that this is, it's not, I mean, it's good, and I, again, this is one of those cards that I think is going to be a fun rogue deck, or like a fun little, you know, deck you throw together because you have it, but I wouldn't go buy this card and put, make this deck. Like, yeah. stop. <laughs> That's my opinion on it. No, no, it is, and you're completely right. There's multiple things. Number one, Kindra doesn't have Frigadier, and Frigadier is mainly what makes Greninja happen. Number two is the fact that we're talking about attacks. We're not talking about ability. Greninja, the wonderful thing about Greninja is because you can uh, do twice, if you can switch them, every turn to the enough damage. Um, you can, you're only stuck with the 90 damage caps that you do from these attacks, plus the 30 if you discard the water energy. So in no way this is Greninja level at all. So yeah, I, I'm with Gator in that aspect. This definitely ain't going to shake the meta in any way. So Blind, what about you? I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We have nothing else to say on this card. I, I'm just going to go ahead and give it a not very effective. Not very effective. It's super effective in your binder. <laughs> in your collection. You know, it, it's th this card's going to be worth at least six of your cents. Um. <laughs> yep, I can see that. But uh, we're going to go now to another dragon wannabe, actually. Um, but this one is a water type. Gator, talk about Gyarados. Oh, baby. Mr. Gyarados is back. And <laughs> he's marginally okay. Um, <laughs> so this is a stage 1, 150 water type evolving from the one and only Magikarp, of course. Uh, for a double colorless venting anger, 50 times the damage. This attack does 50 damage times the number of Magikarp in your discard pile. It's second attack for double water, double colorless. That's right, a total of four energy. Splash burn, 160 damage. This attack does 30 damage to each of your benched Pokemon without applying weakness and resistance. Weak to lightning and retreat cost of four. Yeah, this is interesting. Now, it must be said, starting out, Gyarados... A stage one with 150 HP is wow. That's a huge jump. That's almost stage two level of HP. So kudos on him. Um, regarding the attacks, I'm, I'm kinda, mm, I know, I'm, I'm, I have issues. What about you, Sublime? What do you think? Takes a lot of setup, um, and is luck based based on your prizes somewhat as well. Um, it's a cute budget deck for your local league, I guess. Yeah, the fact that they go in the discard pile, not the bench, is worrisome because you technically, your only Gyarados is going to remain outside uh, fighting while the other three Gyarados going to be dead. So when they finally do destroy your Gyarados, how are you going to get back another Gyarados fast enough? Um, but about you, Gator? Stretcher, I guess. Uh, even Rescue Stretcher is yeah. not enough to make this card work. Because no. um, you need to be setting up your other Gyarados. So if you're setting up another Gyarados, you've only got two Magikarp in the discard pile. Yep. Because this card, if it gets knocked out, you're SOL. Yep. Like, your whole your whole deck falls apart. Um, 
And with the other Gyarados uh, leaving the format, it's not even worth teching into that deck because that Gyarados is going away. Yeah. Um, and you don't even want to tech it into that deck because that deck requires you to have Magikarp on your bench with damage on them. Exactly. Um, so it doesn't synergize. It doesn't work. Even with all the support Water has, it still can't support this guy. No, it really can't. So I'm going to go ahead and call it uh, not very effective. Not very effective. Not very effective. Okay, moving on from Gyarados to something a little bit more mm, whimsy. And that is Tapu Fini GX. We arrived to another GX in this set. And Tapu Fini, let's see if it holds out to the other fantastic Tapus that we already have in the meta. Now, Tapu Fini, if you guys know, it's a water with 170 HP, which is kind of resembling the other Tapus except Bulu. Um, we have first attack, Aqua Ring for one colorless, 20 damage. You may switch this Pokemon with one of your bench, uh, Pokemon. So basically, it's a hidden run like Dunfan or, uh, Gengar. Uh, we have... Or Umbreon. Or Umbreon as well, yes. Um, on their second, second attack, we have two water, one colorless, Hydro Shot. Discard two water energies attached to this Pokemon to, and do 120 to one of your opponent's Pokemon. It's a sniping attack as well. Um, and it's GX attack, Tapu Storm GX for one water. Shuffle your opponent's active Pokemon and all cards attached to it to your opponent's deck. If your opponent has no bench Pokemon, this attack fails. Yeah, this is where the money is. Um, oh, it's weakness as the other Tapus is non-resistance, non-and-retreat cost is one. <clears throat> Sublime, what do you think here? I'm not living for Tapu Fini GX, but I see the potential for it, especially yeah. when there's another Water-type Sniper in the meta already. Yeah. That this could just slide right into. And the fact that it synergizes pretty well with Aqua Patch, mm-hmm. since you're discarding Water Energy. Yeah. Um. So, at first I was like, is that really that good? And I think there are enough um support cards for this. Oh, yeah, Starmie potential. from yeah. God Forbid Revolution. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that Does help it like, a lot. The potential is there, and that is a really strong sniping attack. 120 so like to it. your bench? That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, uh, even though it doesn't matter, Shaman is leaving, but that kills Shaman. Right? That, that's that's pretty strong. What are you, Gator? Um, Tapu Finney's in a strange place for me. Okay. Um, I think it's a little too little too late. Um, like you said, Shaman's leaving the format. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I could see it being a boon to have is getting rid of Garbs. Mm. Now, you get this guy set up, you are sniping Garbs on the bench. That's correct. And you're yeah, forcing sure. your opponent to uh, stream Garbodors, which is really tricky. Um, and you're not really using many items to do it, because he's not. it's not an expensive attack necessarily, yep. um, especially with all the support that Water but has. Anything um, hitting Garbodor is a huge meta shift. Um, remember when Garvantula was released, uh, the one with dual type that would snipe Joltix. It really did change how people would play Joltix. Night March. Yeah. Yeah, Night March. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that Tapu Finny might have a place, and I think it's in a water deck. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, it, it definitely, um, depends on water energy, so it has to be in a water deck. I, I like it a lot. I think it's, again, more help that water needs to be able to do something more than just heal itself and have lots of HP. So I like it. I'm going to give it a super effective. Um, reluctantly, I will give it a super effective. Uh, super effective. Yeah. It's definitely a good card. Let's go ahead and move on 
to our next one. And let's have that be sublime. Okay, so we're getting Raichu. And very surprisingly, it's not Alolan Raichu. It's regular Raichu. <laughs> that is surprising, um, now that you mention yeah. it. Um, so Raichu is a stage one with 110 HP. Who cares? The only reason you're going to play this is for its ability. Evo Shock. When you play this card from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may leave your opponent's active Pokemon paralyzed. Now let me wow. tell you, it is a well-known fact that what is Sublime's favorite Pokemon? Snivy. Yeah. And Snivy once had a card that had a Servine that you flipped a coin to paralyze when you played it. Yep. This is that without the coin flip. Yep. This is really good. This turns every attack yeah. of every Pokemon you have and you're active a paralyzing attack. And we have Super Scoop Up in the format as well. So, yep. yeah, this is good. Gator. I think it's situational. Um, really? How so? It's it's hard to tech in a, uh, a stage one line of anything. And if you're playing Raichu, you've already kind of losing a battle because we're losing Skyfield. Um, so Raichu's damage cap is already right there. Um, so I, you're not going to win just by paralyzing your opponent. Um, you have to, to figure something else out. And so the best case scenario, this paralyze is just a stall. Um, so I really There's a don't... GX that pairs with, actually, um, that we'll talk Ta about later. Yeah, and also we must not forget that Tapu Koko is in the meta as well, and it's a decent GX attacker. Right. I don't know. I Like I said, I think this card is... Uh pretty situational and then getting it into your hand exactly when you want it getting the pikachu in your hand exactly when you want it or getting your pikachu on the bench having it on the bench and then having this card in your hand when you need it super situational for a one-time ability use and then once you start loading in super scoop ups and all these other things you're inherently adding to the inconsistency of the deck yeah so i'm not too high on this card and now that you mention it we also am are going to get um oh my god the team leader Forgot oh, Guzma. We're gonna get Guzma, which allows you to switch your Pokemon. So Paralyzing might actually have a hit in the sense that since Guzma is gonna be in every single deck, getting rid of that paralysis actually might not be that hard. So that's something to cause that's something we need to take a look at that how this in the current meta will be affected and paralyzing Guzma really does put a hamper on Paralyze for sure. Um, I still like it. Its attack is not that bad either, and though even though it does damage to itself, it, no, it's pretty bad. I'm sorry. Two lightning, one uh, one color uh, colorless volt tackle, 130, but it does 30 to itself, and it already has a low 110 HP. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna say still the power to paralyze is, should not be taken for granted. So I'm gonna say it's effective, but in the current meta, Guzma, I think it really hurts this a lot. Sublime, effective. And Gator? Not very effective. There we go. So Raichu. We 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 have faith. We have faith in you. But speaking of snakes, and I'm not I'm not talking about Gator. We have <laughs> the next card. Snake Gator, go ahead. I don't know. Uh, you take but take me to dinner first, okay. Um, <laughs> it's a Viper. It's a psychic Pokemon with a hundred hit points. It's a basic. Ability is called More Poison. Put one more damage counter on your opponent's poison Pokemon between turns. And yes, this ability does stack with multiple Survivors. Yep. Um, it's attack nobody cares about, but it's a psychic double colorless for 30 damage, and your opponent's active is now poisoned. Weak to psychic, retreat cost of 2. 
Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, it's a pity we're losing Ariados, aren't we? We are, yes. Yeah, we're losing Ariados, it's a pity. Uh, Sublime, what do you think? I think this will be very interesting and expanded with mm-hmm. Verving. Okay, well that is true, yes. Um, Didn't we have a Kindra that also amplified poison? Not Kingdra, Dragalgy. Dragalgy, yes. Okay. I'm not sure if that amplified it. It might have prevented you from switching. But there's like, there's Toxapex GX. which There we go. That's the one that I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Gator, what do you think? Um, Shoutouts to the real EV who's been trying to make poison work in the standard format for a while now. <laughs> um, this card is definitely going to help him out. Uh, because, I mean, I could see this definitely getting compared with the basic Toxapex and the GX Toxapex. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting workaround yeah. um, for people to have to come up with. But again, we have a lot of switching in the current format. Switching is not super hard. Like, the only time it was any easier is when we had Keldeo being yep. everywhere to rush in. And we still have Darkrai. I'm um, sorry, um, Sorry, 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 sorry but yeah. that's not... Uh, it's, uh, it's a... Kind of a that's niche in a scenario. specific yeah. deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in every but deck, we, yeah. there's float stones everywhere. There is now Guzma. Um, escape rope got reprinted, so we're getting escape rope still. Um, and so it's not the strongest play, but I could definitely see somebody coming up with a fun deck with this. I definitely do as well. Um, doing extra damage is always nice. The fact that it's an extra ten to poison that makes it twenty. That's forty. Uh, if he doesn't switch, that's 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 good add-on. It's uh, equ- uh, equivalent to a muscle band or um, something to the like. So I do like it. Uh, I think I'm going to go with s- effective with this one. What about you, Sublime? It's cool, and I like it, but it's not very effective. Okay. And Gator? I call it effective if, it's, if it stays in its lane. If it knows yeah. where it, it belongs, then it's, it's effective. If not, then get out of here. <laughs> get out! So, moving on from Snakes to Ghost, we have, finally, Ghost coming back. And we start out with Dosknor. It's a stage 2 with 150 HP. Again, I want to go flashback and talk about Gyarados and how it's a stage 1 with 150 HP. Uh, but this stage 2 uh, evolves from Dust Clubs, of course, and it has a ability, Dark Invitation. Once during your turn... You may look at your opponent's hand, put a basic Pokemon you find there onto your opponent's bench, then put three damage counters on that Pokemon. Its attack, Mind Jack, for one Psychic and two Colorless, does 30 damage, plus this attack does 30 more damage for each of your opponent's bench Pokemon. I like this. I like this card a you lot. You were just talking about Zoroark, and there yep. we go with Mind Jack. That's the yep. exact same attack, but yep. 20 extra damage. Yep. And you get to put your opponent's bench filled up. So, yes. you know what that means, guys? If they have a Tapu Lele in hand, you just oh. put their Tapu Lele on the bench without using the ability. Oh, that and hurts. stacked some damage on it, and put it in really nice knockout range with those three damage counters. Um, yep. Gosh, I wish this wasn't a stage two. Oh, I wish it too. It's so good, though. It's definitely sublime. What do you think? I think you just took the words out of my mouth, Gator. Like, being a stage 2, I'm not sure I'd want to play a stage 2 for this. But maybe it'll surprise us. Like, we... Yeah. Like, I mean, missions are definitely a thing now. Yep. And that ability is useful for a lot of decks. Um, 
We are playing a lot more stage two now, so guys, remember we got Vikavolt that's being constantly being played, even though it doesn't, it rarely attacks. So we are in a meta where people are okay with stage twos. Finally, this is where we wanted to be in Pokemon TCG, where we wanted to feel that evolutions actually mattered. At least me at this moment, I feel evolution do matter. And the fact that it's a stage two doesn't hamper it as much as it did, you know, in the previous meta with the EX and the basics yeah. and all that. Yeah, but it's so, a stage two with 150. Well, here's it's a what state. I want to bring Go. up is that mm -hmm. it is also really perfect math on a lot of things. Yes. Um, filling up your opponent's bench makes you hit for 150. If they've already got the three damage counters on, that's 180. If you're wearing a choice band, that's 210. That is really perfect math for a lot mm -hmm. of the meta right now. It um, definitely is. And it's a one prize attacker. So if you ha can figure out a way to stream this guy, um, uh, it, I, it's tricky with that attack cost for a, a psychic and a DCE. Mm -hmm. But I, we've seen cost of three too. I was excited about combining it with Altar of the Moon, but it's yeah. <laughs> I've, like I said, as a one prize attacker, it's hard to discount. If yeah. that dusk uh, dusclops had the uh, Frogadier's ability, water duplicates on this guy, oh it'd be yeah, so busted. I would love this card, but as it is right now, it's just not quite there. It's so close. I don't know. I, I, my, we might see some play of it. I'm not saying it's literally good, but both its its ability and attack in combination with other Pokemon that are currently in the meta, it's not bad at all. I mean, I would see this as a quintessential um, hidden uh, secret deck in a tournament where it pops up and it's like like Gyarados, hidden Gyarados, and it, a rogue deck. And it did marginally well. I see this going that direction. So don't discount it. I like it at least. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a super effective. I definitely am not doing that. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm being generous giving it an effective. Maybe I'll be wrong. Okay. And get her. I'm, I'm going to give it a not very effective. I want it to be good, but I'm. it's not very effective. Hey, it is what it is. Let's see. We are definitely going to eventually have to do another Oops, we were wrong episode. So. Someone was wrong because we all... Someone is, exactly. Some One of us three is wrong, for sure. Most well, likely me. two of you are wrong. So most likely me. I'm the one wrong, but we'll see. Time will tell. Now moving on from this ghastly opponent to a really weird interdimensional one. Necrozma GX is a thing. Sublime. Let's talk about it. If you really hate Drompa, Necrozma GX might be for you. Uh, <laughs> it's basic with 180 HP. It's got the ability Lights End. Prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from colorless Pokemon, both yours and your opponents. And then its attack is a Prismatic Burst, which is three colorless and does ten damage, but you can discard... Well, you do discard all Psychic Energy attached to this Pokemon... This attack does 60 more damage for each energy discarded in this way. Ouch. And then you have the GX attack, which is also three colorless energy, and it's called Black Ray GX. This attack does 100 damage to each of your opponent's EX and GX Pokemon. Not affected by weakness or resistance, um, so that's a thing. Resistance, uh, uh none. I meant retreat to weakness to psychic. Yeah. Gator, what do you think about Necrozma? feel like there's a deck somewhere with this and Lunala. Mm, um, I can see that. Um, just like, it's it, with the way that card, uh, Lunala GX specifically, where it's able to move that psychic energy around. You need energy acceleration is what it needs. Well, the, we have that Rayquaza. 
mm-hmm. um, which can accelerate from the discard, and that's also potential. You also have, you know, Max Elixir still in the format, and Max Elixir is less scary because you're already dealing with the early pressure from Garb with Drampa because Drampa can't really hurt this guy. Um, so you're able to kind of manipulate those numbers, and you're hitting Garb for super effective ability. So you're not even discarding a lot of energy from the sky when you're hitting Garbs. Yeah. Um, now we we cannot discount that every single Drumpa card, uh, Drumpa deck will include a Garbotoxin Garbodor. Right. So that's worth but noting. That's not... So it has its ways around. It, the the main deck that people say that this is gonna counter has actually a way to go over that, and that is Garbotoxin Garbodor. Yeah, but I'm not worried about it at all because of uh, Field Blower. Like, Field Blower is a thing now. It used to be True. that Garbodor was a, a guaranteed, you know, problem. But with Field Blower and playing smart, plus with that GX attack, you are setting up some late-game knockouts yep. um, on EX and GXs, which Lunala is not allowed to snipe. That is true. Um, the GX and 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 it and it enhances the pressure on your opponent because then he will have as soon as he's seen this Gosnell, he knows he can't play GX is unnecessarily because it could damage him in the end. And well, then what there would was you some... play this in? Lunala, I think. I think yeah, Gator. I don't, uh, yeah. I don't. And then yeah. there was also a lot of like hype earlier in this season about a Mewtwo deck that was going without the Mega Mewtwo. Yeah. Um, I think this is splashable in that too. Like, I could see a Psychic Toolbox kind of emerging with this if you wanted to play it right. Like, I feel like you'd have to theory craft it a little bit, but mm-hmm. there's there's something here. And not to mention that, let's take out the the main attack out, of course, that requires... It doesn't require it, but obviously you would need psychic energy for it to do more damage. It's... GX attack is really good, and it's only three colorless energy, so it fits in every deck. Only? That's That's, three energy. That's a DCE and an attachment, though. That's not ridiculous in the format right now. Exactly, it is not. It's not like it's costing one energy or zero energy. But it's 100 damage to each of your opponent's EX and GX. Mm -hmm. So if they have two or three on the bench, which is a Lapras deck, Tapu Lele's, Tapu Lele, Tapu Bulu's. There's so many decks right now that are playing multiple. Like rock. damage is nothing to shake a stick at. Um, Because it's each of your opponent's EX and GX. So now you, you are pretty much just taking lives without having to discard a lot of psychic energy yep that is true that is true i do enjoy it i do like it the ability ability is great it's basic it goes straight to your bench um the uh gx attack is fantastic and the attack the prismatic burst with lunala gx actually does good math and you are able to consistently attack every turn it might be Are difficult. You? It requires setup, but many of our decks right now requires a lot of setup. That's the whole point of and remember, um, Sun and Moon healing. Yep. So <laughs> they can't even get rid of that hundred damage if you're able to stream that. Yep. Uh. <laughs> that is correct. I don't know. I, I'm with Gator here. I like this a lot. What about you, Sublime? I really don't like it. I feel like it's just a little short in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Like the ability blocks like two cards. It blocks Taurus and Drampa. Like what other colorless is there really? True. Um, and they have ways around that. We were just talking about how like the Drampa decks are going to be running Garbotoxin, and then like it takes a lot of energy to attack more than once consistently, yeah. um, for good math. And so I don't like that. I think the only sort of redeeming factor about it is its GX attack, and I'm not sure I would want to run it just for the GX attack. Yeah. That's fair. I'm going to go ahead and say, I mean, Sublime brought a few good points there. Um, but I still have faith that this card will find a deck. And I'm going to go ahead and give it a super effective gator. 
Um, yeah, super effective for me. I think this is the card we see pop up and go, oh, okay, yeah, I see that. Yeah. And Sublime. I'm going to go with not very effective. Wow. I love this panel so much. We have so Although, distinct ideas. We'll, I love it. Yeah, but maybe the next set will, like, if it gets the right support cards, I could see it doing better. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for now, so, I think it's not very effective. Okay, so moving on from Gen 7 onto Gen 1. And we have a favorite from Gen 1 popping up in the TCG now as its own GX atta- uh, GX Pokemon. And that is Matchup. Gator, take it away. The Champ GX, Stage 2, HP 250. And in this corner, two fighting it. Uh, energy does crosscut for 60 plus damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is an evolution Pokemon, this attack does 60 more damage. And then for three fighting energy, that's right, three, three, three fighting energy, 130 <laughs> damage, and discard any card in play. Now for any GX stadium Pokemon, card in play. Yeah, every stadium card in play. Yeah. There's only one. Um, so <laughs> its GX attack does 180 damage and is not affected by resistance. Um, it's weak to psychic and has a retreat cost of three. Discuss. Sublime, what do you think? Um, I think a psychic weakness is not a good thing to have in this mm. format. Um, first of all. And then I also don't like that you're not able to play a stadium because you're gonna get rid of it. Yeah. Mm. So its first attack is interesting. Two fighting crosscut does 120 if it's an evolution. Let us remember that we still have strong energy in the format. Strong energy that deals, you know, 20 more for each strong energy. I'm running right now with Lycanroc, and I know how fast, like, how fast damage can go up with strong energy. So thinking that I could definitely do, uh, 160 damage for just two fire damage, two fighting energy, well, strong energy. It's not that bad, honestly. Uh, I don't like the second attack. Um, the fact that it does 130 and then you just discard the stadium is a problem, like Sublime says. Because what if you don't want to discard that? And if it, and it's not a, like a situation where, oh, if you discarded a uh, card, it does more damage, a stadium card, it does more damage. No, you just have to destroy the stadium, which is kind of always, it's a situational thing. And then it's GX attack is decent. It's 180 damage, of course. It isn't effective for resistance, of course, but it's 180 damage. I mean, there's not a lot of things weak to fighting right now. Gator, what do you think? Um, being a stage two with that psychic weakness, I think it's kind of DOA. Um, it's not right for this format right now. Um, fighting's kind of struggling in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't know that this card has much of a place besides your binder. (laughs) Yes. Um, so let's go ahead and start the vote on this one. I'm just going to go say, and yeah, you guys brought really good points. I'm going to go with not very effective. Not very effective. Not very effective. Okay, moving on from the strong man onto a more weird Pokemon, and that is Lunatone. Now, when I first saw this card, I misread it and thought it was a lot better than it actually is. Um, so same, same. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this card is amazing. And I'm no, like, and, and then, then no. I reread it. I'm like, oh no, wait, no, it's not. So anyway, Lunatone, it's a uh, fighting and HP is ninety basic Pokemon. The the way I read it was. Heal block ability. If you, um, if this Pokemon is in play, Pokemon, both you and your opponents cannot be healed. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so good. And then it's like, no, 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 reread it. If you have Sol Rock in play, 
Pokemon both yours and your opponents cannot be healed, and then that's where it goes down on the roller coaster. I'm like, ugh, no, that's not good. Um, it's attack that's not even worth speaking about, and uh, weakness to grass, of course, and which you cost two. I mean, there's not much to discuss here. If it were by itself, like if Lunatone was in play, no one can be healed. Wow, it would have been a change, and it would be a real big hit on Water Pokemon, which are now focusing on this healing aspect. As it stands, because you need Saw Rock, and we haven't talked about Saw Rock because it's that bad. It really, I don't see any place for it right now. Uh, go for Gator. Um, yeah, I put that spe- card specifically because of that. People yeah. are gonna look at it and go, "Oh man, Heal Block," you know, that's gonna be great. And then, oh, it's. But hey, it's cute that they kind of paid attention to the t- uh, video game where they kind of rely on each other. Soul Rock, Lunatone. Shout yeah. out to Gen Three, like. Ugh. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I could even see a world in which, um, you'd have to have two cards in your deck to have this tech, but yeah. the fact that it eats up two bench spaces, and you have to have both of them out, and they're so easily snipeable, yeah. uh, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, no. So I'm gonna go ahead and just say it. Not super effective. I mean, not very effective. Not very uh, effective. Full Fox, not very effective. Yep, it's just, yeah, just go on your PC, select it, release it, and just forget about it. Not that good. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, guys, because we've been talking for an hour already, and we're not even halfway there. we got to continue, but this is a set review. It's exciting. This is awesome and fun. Let's continue on after a word from our sponsor. So we'll be right back. Good day, mates. Want something different? Then come on down to the Ryehorn Steakhouse and try our new Southern Carlos-style bouffalant wings. Critically acclaimed. And this weekend only, Rhyhorn Steaks are buy one, get one half off. That's for you and your special someone. Rhyhorn Steakhouse is a proud sponsor of the Puckle TCG podcast. And at Rhyhorn Steakhouse, where a bit moves, we'll serve it. And we are back and we are in the midst of being reviewing... Oh, burning, <laughs> burning shadows, the new set that has finally landed to our shores. So continue on with the Pokemon next up. We have a favorite, guys. We have a favorite. Sublime. Talk about Lucario. Let's talk about Lucario, y'all. It is a stage one, not a GX fighting type, 120 HP. Its ability is called Stance. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may prevent all effects of your opponent's attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon, until the end of your opponent's next turn. And then it has one attack, just the submarine blow, which is three fighting energy, and it does uh, 120 damage. Weak to Psychic, retreat one. Let me tell you all the reasons this is not a good card. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not. Um, first of all, like this only defends you for the turn that you play it, and that means that you had Riolu out. If you're going to be able to attack, that implies that Riolu, like, you've been attaching energy for a couple of turns. So either Riolu was vulnerable enough to have been KO'd already, or you're not going to have the energy to attack when you evolve it. Additionally, although it's, like, a one pro- like, the HP's too low, and the energy cost is too high to justify this. I have to agree. Um, There's no way you can get three energies on... Lucario, the same term you evolve it for it to attack. You will need to have Rilu on your bench for a while, but means you have an HP 70 basic Pokemon. Really, really easy accessible for uh, an easy knockout. Um, and uh, for you to be able to do in at least 
good damage because 120 just won't cut it. You know that unless um, Lucario has that ability active, it won't last much. It will get knocked out pretty fast. So doing 120 is just not enough. Even if you do strong energy, that means you can only really power up one at a time fast enough with three strong energies, which is already asking way too much of Lady Luck. Uh, to be able to have on Lucario to be able to do at least the very least 180 damage, I yeah, don't yeah. like this. Uh, Gator. You could make it work, but it's not worth the investment. Exactly, Gator. Y'all a bunch of haters. This is everybody's favorite dog Pokemon. <laughs> All right, nobody can touch it as long as you evolved it. You got things like the Evolution Spray and Super Scoop Up coming into the format. You could stall your opponent out for 50 minutes just flipping cards. So, I don't want to hear it. You fix this up with a little heat more action so you can Odor Sleuth and get back your de-evolution sprays and your super scoop-ups and your acerolas. This card's great. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Because think about it, right? You pair it with that new stadium, Potown, which puts damage on a Pokemon when it evolves. You evolve it so your opponent can't attack it, and then you acerola it the next turn, and you're boom, you're ready to go. This card's great. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> Sure. So let's go ahead for the vote. I'm going to give it a not very effective. Not very effective. Not very effective. <laughs> I love it. It's an awful card, uh, and it's just bad. So moving on from Lucario onto a more mystical tone with Marshadow GX, which already uh, has a little bit of uh, controversy here with uh, Ten Little Men, or one of our listeners uh, in Pokolonian. Um, he says the regular Marshadow is good. We say the otherwise, but we do have the GX in that one, actually. We do have a slight different opinion on. Go ahead, Gator. Marshadow GX. 150 hit points for a fighting type basic Pokemon. It has the ability called Shadow Hunt. This Pokemon can use the attacks of basic Pokemon in your discard pile as long as you have the necessary energy to use the attack. So, for example, if the basic has a DCE attack, you need a DCE attached to this. If it has a psychic double colorless, you need a psychic double colorless, etc., etc. First attack. Two fire and a colorless. Beat down. 120 damage. Can't get much more straightforward than that. GX attack for one fighting. Peerless 100 blows. 50 times. You do damage 50 times the number of basic energy attached to this Pokemon. So, very acceleratable. You've got three basic energy to do beatdown. That's doing 150 with your GX attack. It's weak to psychic and a retreat cost of one. I'm torn. Uh, you go first, uh, Sublime. I am not torn. I think Marsado GX is the jam, is the bomb.com.net.co.uk. That ability, <laughs> like, that ability, that ability, like, it's great. Like, I don't even know the best combo for this, but someone somewhere is going to... Night March. Kill it. Night March and Expanded is definitely awesome. I'm super excited about that. They now have a bulky attacker. Um, a bulky attacker that does more damage because you can throw more Night Marchers in the That's true. Now. Yeah. Um, but for Standard, like, I don't know what the best play for it is, but like this card will definitely see some huge success at some point. I'm in the bank where like I'm totally 100% agree with you. I'm in the bank and like in standard, I don't see something that it can be paired successfully with. That's where I'm standing right now. And in the current meta, I, I, I mean, yes, it is a powerful ability, but it limits you to your basic Pokemon and how many incredibly good basic attacks, um, do you want from your graveyard that you can just have that Pokemon on your active just doing the attack? 
at all. Okay, Jushiro, you've obviously forgotten the concept of a box deck. Plume box was a thing. Um, you've got the other boxes where you use things like Regice, Jolteon, Glaceon, and these kinds of cards to it gives copy you type those coverage, attacks. if nothing else. Exactly. With a format where Darkcry GX is going to be a thing, it is great to have Splashable because it hits all of these Dark-type Pokemon for weakness. And so you get the double benefits. With Mew uh, EX, you get to copy attacks for that are on the field. With Marshadow GX, you get to copy attacks with things that are in your discard. So if you've got a full bench, you can still use this card and sweep with it. Plus, mm. it's not that hard to uh, tech in um, with the rainbow energies because that's what the box decks do. They tech in rainbow energies so they can use all the different attacks. Yeah. And so you have access to this guy's GX attack just doing that. Um, so there, there is a lot of options here with Marshadow GX. I will say, though, 150 I mean, hit points You is, can is use scary. one rainbow energy to activate the attack, but it will be useless because you have to discard basic energy. So you only have one you special don't discard energy it. on it. It does, it does 50 times the number of basic energy attached to it. So you've got the one special and then whatever basics you have attached to it. Okay. So, yeah, I like him. But that 150 HP, though, oof. Yeah, it's pretty low. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm going to have to go with Effective on this. I know, yes, in Expanded, it's going to be really good. I don't see it being played all that much in um, Standard, honestly, even though with the type coverage. I mean, you're still saying, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Darkrai GX is going to be a thing, but that's just one card. I'm not going to go to a tournament okay, and expecting to everyone Zoroark's to play it. Been a lot of use too. It's going to be in the same deck. <laughs> is what I'm saying. No, um, I don't, I don't know. Zorox on a basic attacker. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What about Zorox? This yeah, counters it's, it's Zorox. Weak. Yeah, it's counter Zorox. I know. I, I don't know. Break. So, um, so that's a that's a thing right now between that and Darkrai. That's two really strong decks in the meta. And actually, what's Drampa week do? Fighting. Fighting as well. Oh yeah, that's that's solid. Well, that is true. I don't know. I'm gonna give it an effective. Go ahead, you guys. Super effective. Super effective. Uh, moving on from Marshadow. However, um, hold on. I oh, want to one colorary. What? A lot of things hit easy math at 120, and throwing a choice bend on it means this thing gets knocked out. So it is still a liability, even if it is super effective. Yeah. True. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, you guys have more experience than me, so probably you know more. <laughs> it doesn't splash Greninja. That's on the it. thing. Yeah. He doesn't huh? understand anything that doesn't go in Greninja. <laughs> that is completely true. Anyway, moving on. We have this one is one of my personal like every set has a weird card and this is my particular weird card that I like. Ever saw every time uh ever since I saw it I'm like this has potential. It's not groundbreaking. Probably gonna someone's gonna figure out a very annoying deck with this and that is Alolan Raticate. It's our first dark and uh dark Pokemon that we're going to discuss here, and uh, it's a stage one with 120, which is not bad, but not necessarily the best, um, and it has two attacks. Now, its first attack is the one that it's interesting. For no energy, Reinforced Fan does 10 damage. If this Pokemon has a tool card attached to it, then it does 50 more. So, my thing with this card, of course, it won't be one hit Kiyoing nothing. However, it's a card that can hit for... Theoretically, if your opponent is playing GX and EX Pokemon, hitting four with the tool, um, I forgot the name, Choice Band, 
a solid 90 for no energy whatsoever. So you can take out all your energies out of your deck and just put whatever trainer cards you want to use. I don't know. I just seem like I'm not smart enough to make a deck where it's going to be like great, but I see someone figuring something out with a little eradicate. What about you, Gator? Let me tell you all a little story. Back in Evolutions came out, there was Eradicate in there, too, that we all thought was really great. But then that Eradicate wasn't able to do anything, because finding somebody that was playing the special energy for you to do amazing, crazy damage was just not in the cards. This card is way too situational. For in what way, though? Like, okay. It doesn't so depend on your opponent, because the problem with does, the Eradicate is the Evolution is that... Opponent, because, all right, you're not knocking out a GX with it, right? And even the basics that you could hit if you had a tool attached for 60, you're still coming short because a lot of these basics now have 70 hit points. Is the magic number to hit. So it's coming up short. So you're going to have to two-hit a basic that's evolving. And then once it does evolve, it just returns kills this for 120 damage because it's not huge. Okay. But what if you powered up, like you take away all the energies on your deck and you just put energy disruptors? Just put those uh, um, Team Rockets. Just put on those Team Flares while we have them. I mean, what if you just played one GX and 59 basic energy cards? Like, you could make any strategy that you want to make, theoretically. I just don't think it makes sense in reality. Okay. How about you, Sublime? I think it's cute, and I'm rooting for it. It's set in Town in the art. Um, but I don't think it's gonna take anything by storm oh no i'm not saying far from that i'm not saying that let's clear the page there i'm saying that it has the potential for someone to make a really nice fun deck with it one of those rogue decks as they say it's like no one expected to see like you know waylord ex for example when it happened in the 2015 u.s nationals and stuff it's just i see potential of it being really good in any disruptor since you can hit reliably for 60 or 90 no matter what. So, I don't know. I, I like it. So, I'm going to go ahead and say I like it. I'm going to go ahead and give it an effective. Because I don't want to, like, <laughs> super effective for those cards that you're going to see a lot of play. There's probably will see no play. But I do see a nice deck coming in. So, I'm going to give it an effective. It's cute, but it's not very effective. And Gator. Bulk box. <laughs> not very effective. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to our next one. It's another Alolan Pokemon. This one is a little bit more slimier. Um, take it away, Sylvan. Another dark type. Um, another Alolan dark type. Alolan Grimer has 80 HP and also can attack for no energy. You're not the only one, Bulfix. So, <laughs> Alolan Grimer has division for no energy. Search your deck for Alolan Grimer and put it onto your bench. Then shuffle your deck. And then for two colorless, it also has Slippery Sludge. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now confused. It was just yeah. interesting coming from the fact that we do have an evolution. Alolan Muk GX is out. Gator, what about Alolan? Okay. Muk. So specifically bringing in Alolan Grimer as its own thing. Like, I just wanted to talk about that for a bit. Oh, it's okay. got like that. It's got the Frogadier ability almost. Like, it's yeah. for, for free. As yeah. basic, putting another Alolan Grimer out. Um, yeah. So any card that's able to search for Pokemon for free, we've seen with Alolan, nine, uh, Alolan Bullpix is really strong. Yeah. And I think this card is strong in powering up itself. Um, 80 hit points is really hard to hit on a on a small basic like that. 
and confusion for a DCE is powerful, but a lowland muck is uh, even bigger beast. Hit points two hundred and twenty, and it's a stage one. For a dark and a double colorless chemical breath, ten plus damage. This attack does seventy more damage for each special condition affecting your opponent's active Pokemon, including that confused from Slippery Sludge, by the way. Um, for two dark and a DCE crunch. 120 damage, discard one energy attached to your opponent's active. And for its GX attack, for the first time, A costs nothing. You can do the GX attack for free! <laughs> Choose one of your opponent's bench Pokemon and switch with their active. The new active is now poisoned, burned, and paralyzed. Weak to fighting, resistant to psychic, a massive four retreat cost. So, Sublime. I am rooting for Alolan Muck so hard. It's one of my favorite Alolan Pokemon. Um, it's good in the VGC, and I'm really hoping it can do something in the TCG. Um, Trihazard is cool, but there's a lot of ways around it. Yeah. Like, a lot of ways around it. Um, and Chemical Breath is too reliant on it that I don't like those. Crunch, I think, is interesting, because 120 is a really good number to hit, and you discard energy. So that's also pretty cool. Way too expensive, though. It is. It is. Oh, I hate yeah. that price. Overall, that's my problem with this card. It ha it like individually does good things, but overall, it just I feel it doesn't do enough. I mean, chemical breath ten damage, and then you do for each special condition affecting your opponent's Pokemon. That that means that your opponent either you need to put those conditions on your turn or hope that your opponent just hits all tails before the turn is end. Well, then you, have, uh -huh. you can do that. You can pair it with Raichu, and you'll guarantee one. Yeah, well, that's still 80 damage. You max for... out at 220 is the problem, where we have a format where we have 250 HP Pokemon. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, not, not even just that. It's the fact that for for orders for you to hit for, for 240, you need to basically put everything on that Pokemon that's just not feasible. Well, if you have a Choice Band on it, let's say you do Choice Band and you pair this... Let's say you make a Raichu Muck deck, which could be a cute Rogue deck, I guess. I don't think it's good, but you could... You'd be hitting for 110, and that means you're doing uh, you're two hit KOing anything that's less than uh, 220, which is most of the stage one GXs. I don't know, and then you you can I guess you them. you could put in Hunter Evolutions Hunter. It was it Evolutions Hunter or was it Generations Hunter? Um, where you evolve that you confuse the opponent. You're talking about the one from Break Point or Breakthrough? If it's one of those sets, one of those Hunters. Yes, that when you evolve it from Ghastly, you could confuse your opponent. Oh, that's true. Oh, does that do it automatically? Yeah, yeah. it's just like oh, right you. It confuses the haunter too. Yeah, and it, you don't care. Oh, does it? Have right, to no, be it confuses. Active? No, it confuses your active. So it confuses. Oh, it does. It's both. Oh, yeah. okay. Never mind. I thought it was just your opponent. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't see it like it actually. I mean, there's already good dark attackers in the meta, um, and I don't see this just putting up with it. Uh, what about you? It is bulky, that's for sure. 120 for stage 1 is pretty bulky. Um, uh, but it is weakness to fighting, which is another thing to take into consideration, given the fact that fighting is seeing a rise now. I don't know, guys, what do you think? Like, what fighting? So, here's what we got. We do have Salazzle, mm -hmm. which, uh, when you do evolve it, has that ability to poison and burn your opponent's Oh, active. yes, oh, there we go. Well, yes. There you go, uh, there you go. That's what you but do. that's a once per turn, and th that still only maxes out at 150. Yeah. And then With Raichu? One, it, it does 180. Um, 
because uh, with the 180, because you're going to take three damage counters in between turns. So realistically, it's a 180 when you have two of those, the, the burn and poison special conditions. But um, right, you can paralyze. Right, you can paralyze, but then so you're running... Three. How many stage one lines do you want to run in a deck, though? And that's what going to be to attack one turn. Yeah, it's one per turn. So. And then you have to spend all the scoop-ups to get them all back and wait one more turn before they're ready to evolve again. You are doing so 220 at that point. But there's other Pokemon that could do I similar amount 20, of damage 20. with less setup. I mean, if you yeah, have your Raichus... Yeah. You want to play, because you still have to get a Dark and a DC... Or, yeah, a Dark and a DCE on it to even do that. Yep. So... Exactly. I, even I, Primarina, which I'm going to say, Primarina GX, even Primarina GX has the attack that also discards energy, but its other attacks are more useful than this guy's. I wouldn't know because I never see Primarina GX. There and go. you're not going to see a little muck. <laughs> exactly. I think it has very potential, actually. Not I very effective, great, too. Interesting. I'm going to give it an effective. Okay, there we go. Hold on. There's someone root. There's a little muck. There's someone rooting for you, for sure. <laughs> So, moving on to another dark type. This one, a lot of people love it. It's kind of cold, it's kind of dark, and it's kind of gloomy. It's Weavile. Um, HP 90, which is super low for stage 1, but it has two attacks. Its first attack, for one colorless, Dark Awakening. This attack does 60 damage to every Pokemon in play that has an ability. Ooh. What's more interesting about that is it just this insane, don't apply weakness and resistance. That's kind of good. And then we have Slash. For 70, for one dark and one colorless weakness to fighting, psychic is resistant, and its retreat cost is a great zero. Hmm, this is interesting. Uh, Sublime, let's start with you. It's interesting, but I don't like how low its HP is um, at all. Like, at all. And it's very reliant on what your opponent's playing. So as a tech, which is what this would be if you were to use it, it's a stage one tech. I don't like stage one tech. That are especially that low HP. Okay, what about you, Gator? Um, they're really trying to make this card work in Japan, uh, because there's a lot of Pokemon that have abilities. Yeah. Um, so you got Tapu Lele's. You're kind of basically three shotting. Um, you got Greninja. Oh, oh my God, Jushiro, stop bringing. What? <laughs> Greninja doesn't even have an ability till it's a stage bajillion. Well, um, the stage that matters. <laughs> no, no. Um, you've got the um, Garbodors that are running around. Um, you've got several different things that are playing with an ability. This so also hits for... you. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, you true. You don't have to play things, you don't yeah, have to play things exactly. with an ability. You get to control that. Yeah. And um, this coming in a Evolta deck, which Evolta decks don't play energy uh, abilities at all, so this could work. Yeah, so this card's got interesting things it can do. I don't hate this card. I think it's... You're gonna see it somewhere splashed in, and somebody's gonna be like, oh, that was genius. Yeah. No, I, I do see some... some Definitely some play with it uh, in a dark deck as a tech. Um, because 60 damage to everyone that has a ability is no laughing matter. You really are putting a damper on your opponent and putting some real pressure that it needs to knock out the Weavall as fast as possible. So you I kind of like can't it. Play, you can't play Tapu Lele with it. That's gross. That's true. 
Um, I don't know, it, but then again, you might be doing a Tapulele counter deck. What you Tapulele is one of those cards that are you playing with it or you're playing against it. So it, it, it has its benefits. I, I do see some effectiveness in it, so I'm going to go ahead and say effective. Not very effective. Effective. Yep. It, it definitely, definitely going to see somewhat of, of a play. I Let's don't see. Time will tell. Moving on from Weavile to everyone's scariest nightmare Pokemon, Dark GX. Sublime, take it away. I'm so excited for Dark GX, let me tell you. So this is a basic with 180 uh, HP, and it has the ability Resurrection. Once during your turn, before you attack, if this card is in your discard pile, you may play this card to your bench and attach one Darkness Energy from wow. your discard pile to this card. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, like, you do that, you do your regular turn attach, and then you do Max Elixir, you maxed out in one turn. Yep. Wow. Oh my gosh, solid. And here's why I was really excited about that Raichu. It wasn't for Muck, it was for this. Um, first you have its main attack, which is Dark Rift, for two dark and one colorless. It does 130, isn't affected by resistance, that's pretty nice. Uh, take that, fairy types. <laughs> and then you also have Dead End GX for the same price. If your opponent's active Pokemon is affected by a special condition, that Pokemon is knocked out. Pointblade.com, what damage? That's hmm. so good. It definitely is interesting. Uh, Gator? I find this card to be... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, too late. Hmm. Um... Because now, Darkrai is not as strong as it used to be. Losing um, the, uh, what you're calling, the um, EXP shares, that's the word I was looking for, um, in the the standard format has just kind of making Darkrai sad. Um, You want bench space in Darkrai a lot of the time because you want to have a few Darkrai up to stream. Um, so this Darkrai GX takes up bench space, and I don't think its attacks are, like, super great, because the thing with Darkrai builds is you're building towards one-shotting. Um, with this card, you're not building towards one-shotting so much, because you're getting the one-energy attachment. Um, it's not super. Yeah, Um, I I feel Two-shotting everything, though. It's yeah, two, two shotting everything, and it, but with a double dark and a colorless versus a, uh, uh, a basic and a double colorless, yeah. which a lot of decks are already able to pull off. So I feel like it's too little, too late. Yeah. Honestly, it's just the problem is that Tapu Bulu hits for one eighty, uh, Lapras hits for one ninety. Um, there's so many Pokemon that one hit Kyo. You want to focus on that one, those ones. You can one hit Kyo with uh, Darkrai just using its only the only GX attack you have throughout the whole game. And yes, no, don't get us wrong. The ability resurrection is amazing, but it would have been better if the Pokemon it's attached to had an actual really good attack. And Dark Rift just doesn't cut it. 130, yes, it can two shot everything, but we still we are still in a meta of Pokemon that can one shot you. Um, and and I don't know how that's gonna fare out. That's the problem. If it were fighting, I would argue that we do have strong energy for it. Uh, but as it stands, with a choice band that's maximum of 160. If it were 150 for Dark Dark Rift, I would say yes. Choice Band 180, that's the sweet spot you want to hit, like Tapu Bulu. It doesn't hit you that can sweet hit spot. That. You can with Professor Kukui. 
True, but you need both the uh, tool and using your supporter for the turn. I don't know. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's super effective. I, uh, yes, it's super effective, but I'm not so sure on this one. Um, it yeah. definitely has a place in Expanded where... Oh, yeah, um, Expanded's going to be really powerful. Yeah. And you can just, like, boop, 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 pop these up, get your bench full. Here's another Dark... Like, this Dark Cry City in Expanded, let's be honest here. Yeah, it is. Um, Expanded does do wonders for it. Uh, but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's super effective, but I got problems. I'm going to say effective just because... I just don't see... I'm not saying this is a bad card. It's not. It's just compared to everything that's right now going against it, it's just not... doesn't do enough. At least that's my opinion. Um, so there we go. That is Darkrai GX. Uh, but now we're going to move on to actually someone that is actually causing a riot. And people are crazy about this new card as they have always been for anything Gardevoir related. Of course, that's Gardevoir GX. Gator, take it away. Oh boy, I love <laughs> this card. This it, I'm going to go ahead and say it now before I even read it to you guys. I think this is the best card in the set. Mm. Um, this is the best GX in the set, and I think this is what's going to take Worlds. And I'm looking Ooh, forward to having... Oh, those are big bets. Okay. It, 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 it's either going to take it, or it's going to be the deck to beat. Okay. And I'll let you guys decide. Gardevoir GX, fairy type, 230 hit points, stage 2. Ability, Secret Spring. Once during your turn before you attack, you may attach one fairy energy from your hand to one of your Pokemon. That's in addition to your attachment per turn. Okay? And this ability mm-hmm. stacks, by the way. Um, for the first attack, and all of these attacks, they're worth, they cost a fairy. Um, infinite Force, 30 times damage. This attack does 30 th- damage times the amount of energy attached to both active Pokemon. We already know that's a strong attack. Psychic Infinity for the knockout. Are you guys familiar with that phrase? Yep. All right. It's GX attack, Twilight GX. Search your discard pile for 10. Count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 cards. Yep. Show them to your opponent and shuffle them back into your deck. Weak to metal, resistant to dark, retreat cost of 2. Mic drop. Where's, where to start with this card? It just does everything you want it to do, period. It's crazy. You can attach one more fairy energy per turn that that is too good and the fact that its attack is very powerful with infinity force with one only one fairy but you get for every fairy you get more damage it's just it, i don't know i don't know what to say sublime i was really excited that we finally got another fairy gx because the only fairy type gx in the format prior to this was sylveon which is good but this is better yeah. So I'm excited about it. It definitely is. Uh, it's a strong, efficient, reliable, and very constant attacker. It can definitely dish it out among the best of them, if not the best of them. Um, so, and not to count, as Gator said, it's Twilight GX attack. Search your cat for 10 cards. You know how, mon- how much in every game we kill for at least one card from our discard pile? Um, and we're coming, and we're going into a meta where VS Seeker is no longer going to be a thing. And with VS Seeker not being a thing, this attack is even more important. So you can get those supporter cards back into your deck where they're once again be able to be used. And we can, and then it's weakness to metal. And the only metal deck so far is Metagross GX. There's no other metal decks right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic card. It's definitely, definitely a super effective. 
Sublime. It is super effective. And Gator. This card is so freaking good. <laughs> um, let me just tell you, okay, this deck, we're, we didn't even cover the fact that it, you run Curlia, which means you can run Glade. Glade is super busted. Uh, yep. If you guys don't remember, Glade has the ability Premonition. You look at the top five cards of your deck and put them in any order you like, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's a non-EX, non-GX attacker that for a DCE does um, 60 damage. And if you play the supporter turn, does 70 more damage. So it hits for 130. And you're already mm-hmm. playing rare candies with Ralts and Curlias. Like, it's so much synergy with this deck. And that card is the fighting type, which you guys know is super strong. So between having a fighting type to deal with Drampa and having Gardevoir being able to take all the items that you played out of your discard pile and put them back in your deck where they belong to depower Garb, like I said, this is the deck to meet or beat because the currently the strongest deck in the format does not have a good matchup with it. Yep. Yep, yep. It, 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 is, su- it is super best. It is the most effective. This is an uh, Elite Four team. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that if you have trainer... Um... Uh, Professor's Letter, which I don't, I don't think it's being faded out, right? It's not being rotated out. No, Professor Letters is is staying, but you also have cards like, um, what's his face, Rabombi, if you want to, where you can, um, no, what's the one that evolves from Cutie Fly? Is it Rabombi? Yeah, it's, it's Rabombi. Yeah, that one's in this in this set too, which we didn't even put in here, where you get to um, pull out uh, two basic, two basic energy. energy and put them in your hand. Yep. So like that's splashable with this Diancy, which you know is in this set. Is is what we're going to talk about next? It, it even syncs with Gardevoir. This deck is so good. Yeah, Fairy is back in. Yeah, Fairy's definitely back in the map. Really big, really, really doing an uproar to the meta. Garvador GX is though is definitely one of those cards that you are going to see a lot of. Now moving on from Gardevoir to the Ansi as Gator Tang, uh, our mystical Pokemon from Gen Six. It's a basic, uh, only 90 HP, which kind of hurts it for being just a, for being a legendary. And it has two attacks. His first attack, Sparkling Wish for one fairy, search your deck for a card that evolves from one of your opponent's Pokemon and put that one Pokemon. One of your Pokemon, not your, your opponent's. <laughs> sorry, one of your Pokemon, uh, and evolve that Pokemon and then shuffle your deck. That's actually really good. It does like Gator sets. Great synergy with Gutterboard. Get so routes evolved as soon as possible. And then it's second attack. Really, it's not that much, but it does, uh, one fairy, one colorless diamond storm, 30 damage, heal 30 damage from each of your fairy Pokemon. It's actually pretty decent. Weakness to metal, resistance dark, and retreat cost of one. Uh, Sublime, let's start with you. What about Deansi? I don't know if it's worth the deck space. It's just one card. card. Yeah, but I want to start with this card every time in Guard of War, and let me tell you why. You start with this card, you Ultra Ball for Lele for Brigetti, Brigetti for three Ralts. You play this card, you're evolved into a Curlia. That means at the start of your next turn, you are ready to go with Gardevoir without having to play a Rare Candy. Like, it's so freaking busted. It's a Wally in an attack form. I love it with this deck. Yeah. It really is good, yeah. It really is that good. It it reminds me of that Talon Flame where it's like, yeah, no, you want four of these (laughs) in that Gardevoir deck because it is your gateway to getting your Gardevoirs ready at turn two. It really is. And you want to start second with this deck. Um, I like it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a super effective. I'm going to give it an effective. Um, super effective conditionally. Like, in fairy deck, super effective. Yeah, yeah. Fairy deck would evolve. 
Of course, yeah, I mean, that's that's the purpose of, uh, when we give a super effective card, uh, it's that we see potential in any deck, even if it's just one deck, we see a good potential in it, it's not super effective, we just do not see anyone playing this card at all. So, uh, and then effective, we might see it or not, I don't know. So moving on from uh, Dion C to a, another fairy, if I'm not mistaken, correct? No, wait, we're done with fairies, we're going with dragon. Because, of course, now that we've had double dragon energy on the meta for so long, but not an actual good dragon Pokemon to play it, other than Giratina GEX, uh, now, finally, we do have one, but it's no longer in the meta, the double dragon energy, I say. Uh, Sublime. a couple months. <laughs> Sublime. Couple months. Take it away. Month. Let's be honest, it has a <laughs> month. This is the end of July. When they're hearing this, it's already August. Alright, so we have Noivern GX, which is a dragon type with 200 HP and a stage 1. Wait, wait this one, you, you mispronounced that. It's it's uh, it's Toad Tina. The name is Toad Tina. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Like, <laughs> I hope Seismitote is rolling in its grave, absolutely. So, Noivern GX has, the only reason anyone's going to want to play this, Distort for a dark and a colorless. During your opponent's next turn, your opponent can't play any item cards from their hand. There you have it, and it does 50 damage, not 30, 50. It also has Sonic Volume for a um, Psychic, a Dark, and a Colorless, which does 120, and your opponent can't play any special energy from their hand the next turn. And then it also has, for the same price, Boom Burst GX, which does 50 to each of your opponent's Pokemon. All you want is Distort, so... I mean, don't count out Sonic Volume. I mean, there are decks that only play double colorless energies. And this will be completely destroying that deck whatsoever. Like Passimian, for example. Uh, Passimian won't even be able to play anything without those double colorless energy. Um, yeah, this shuts down Vespaquin, too. And right Isn't now. Is Vespaquin rotating, though? Yeah, yeah. but we're talking. Like, if we look at the meta as is, stands right now, going into Worlds. Like, there's a lot of things that play special energy. If if that uh, Marshadow box becomes popular, that's going to play special energy, too. Um, and I don't see them keeping Double Dragon away for long. If they do, Dragon-type is effectively dead. Yeah, I do not see them leaving Double Dragon energy on the table. They either print, reprint Double Rainbow, or they reprint Double Dragon. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's worth noting same. that you don't, like, Double Dragon definitely makes this a lot better, but I think Noivern will survive even without it, just because, like, the item lock only needs dark. Yeah. And it's a stage one with a decent amount of HP on it as well. I don't know, we're not saying it's bad, it's just, man, we wish Double Dragon Energy uh, would be here to support this card. It would make it even better. But as I love still, yeah, as it starts yeah. right now, it's still great. So I'm just going to go ahead and absolutely. give... Yep, super effective on my end. Super effective. Uh, effective pending a Double Dragon reprint. <laughs> I don't know. To being able to uh, uh, block your only your opponent for items... It's pretty strong. Yeah, but it's not uh, it's not a, a hard lock because you can uh, Ranger, you can Lysander around it or That's Guzma true. around it. Um, on later turns, Guzma like, doesn't no, you, you yeah, you can't Guzma, Guzma around well, it. Well, if it's if it can't get back in the active item lock you again, it gets around it. Oh, like well, were, yeah, in the next like, turn, you can't play items, which is what it does. Yeah, but you the, now you're forcing your you're forcing the opponent who's playing Noivern. Oh my to gosh, get the I just realized in. this has zero retreat cost. Oh, I wow. didn't see that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but so. it's weak against fairy people. 
And we do have Gardevoir GX. (laughs) (laughs) And that is really an issue. That is really an issue. I mean, the card itself, super effective. Whether or not it's going to make any sort of change in the meta, I don't... With Garvador looming around it, and the fact that double dragon energy is no longer available, I just don't know. What about you, Sublime? I definitely think you're... An item lock? Absolutely. You will see this card. Okay, and... Uh, Boy Gator. Uh, it's, like I said, effective pending double dragon energy. Super effective. <laughs> and... Like, uh, for sure. <laughs> and we're going to move on now... Two, finally we're done. We are done, people, with all the Pokemons. We now start with the good stuff. And the good stuff is the trainers. And <laughs> we have a lot of trainers to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and move on to that. But first, a word from our sponsors. Beat up Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. We got Pidgeys, Pidgeotos, Pidgeots, and all your basic flying normal type Pokemon. Need a Farfetch? Got it. Need a Dorywoke? Got it. Need a Staravia? Got it. Need a P-Dub? Got it. Need an average flying type Route 1 exclusive Pokemon? We got it. One more time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. One final time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. Go check us out today and tell them Puckle TCG Cast sent you for a 20% discount. Wow, we a 20% discount? No, make that a 25% discount. Do I have to make a 30? There it is, 30% discount. And so for that 30% discount, Peter Pigeon's Pidgeot Emporium. If we don't have it, it is an average. And we're back with our set review of Burning Shadows. We're now going to enter the sweet spot, as they say, and that is all the beautiful, beautiful, and powerful trainers that we're going to talk about right now. Now let's start with Gator. Let's talk about Acerola. Acerola. And you know what? I don't even have to look on the website. I've got the card right here in front of me. (laughs) <laughs> Acerola is a supporter. Put one of your Pokemon that has any damage counters on it and all cards attached to it into your hand. Acerola and AZ don't really rhyme, but they sound similar. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh-huh. AC, right? AC. You have the A, you have the letter C, and then you have Acerola, which has an A, and AC, which kind of... It was sim- what I'm trying <laughs> to get here is, like, Luminati confirmed. Anyway, yep, continue, Gator. Um, yeah, Acerola's great. Um, this gives Tapu Koko GX a a reason to live. Mm -hmm. Um, because this card, that insane ability, because unlike AZ, you pick up all the cards that are attached to the Pokemon. Um, so unless you're one shot, like, you get to Acerola. So it is pretty fair in that it is, um, making it so that the Pokemon has to be damaged, so you can't just, like, spam Tapu Lele's with it. Yeah, but if it already has a nice niche in Drampa Garb, it makes that deck that much better because Drampa Garb is putting damage on things yep. anyway. You have yep. pretty much at will ability with the um, Rainbow Energy build to put damage where you want. So Acerola is great. It really is really really good. Uh, and and again, we still have Rainbow Energy in meta, in the play, so that's an easy way to get some energy in whatever you want put on your hand. I wouldn't say using Acerola for, uh, unless it's a, like a very definite, like, I need this support card and I have no way to getting it other than playing Acerola for Lele to get another supporter to use on the next turn because you're going to get end on your uh, your opponent's next turn. Uh, isn't the best way to using Acerola, but it's still amazing for those Pokemon that evolve uh, and do more, like Raichu now that we're going to use Raichu for this, uh, well, Acerola for Raichu, but Nixon as an, as an example. So it, but regardless of evolutions or anything, the fact that you could just scoop up your Tapu Bulu, because it has 160 damage, and you already used the GX attack, you can't heal it, you're going to fully heal it. You're going to deprive your opponent of actually 
um, doing damage, and you can play Tapabudu once more, and you can Vikavolt all the energies back into it. So it is definitely good, good, good. I like this card a lot. Sublime. Yeah, this is definitely a good card. Um, there's a lot of combos. You can combo it with even the stadium that we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. Yes, it there's definitely is. This is going to be like AC. It's going to be at the... Well, AC had the advantage of having CV as Seeker. That's why they people would run just one on their deck. This one might run two, three, if you depend on scooping your uh, your cards a lot. But you are going to see Acerola at least one in every deck because everyone needs to scoop up to prevent Akio always. So I just see this card being played a lot. Super effective. Yeah, super effective. Super effective. Okay, so let's go and move on from Acerola on to something not sounding so sexy. <laughs> it's bodybuilding dumbbells, which is kind of ridiculous, but it is a good card, technically. It's a tool card, Pokemon tool. It's stage one that this is attached to gets 40 more HP. So this is basically fighting Fury Bell first two stage ones, but with not the extra HP, uh, the extra 10 damage that fighting Fury Bell adds. Mm. Sublime. So here's the thing. I like it. I like Choice Fan better. And, like, this does make a lot of those Stage 1 GXs super bulky. Yeah. We also have Field Blower. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just don't see it being used at all. I see What's... it being used. I see it being used for sure. For, for what, I though? I mean, what would you put, what Stage 1 would you put this on that you would not rather put a Choice Fan on? Um, nine tails. Yeah, nine tails would be a mm. good one. Um, just because you're pretty much just hitting fifty all around the board with it a lot of the time, and then and like it's GX. Yeah, your GX can get hit for even more. Uh, the GX attack on nine tails as well will be able to do more damage. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, or I don't um, know. actually, I think this has potential possibly on um, Galissapod GX as well, because Galissapod um, reduces damage it takes, so having more HP kind of synergizes with that as well. That is also a fair point. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's a bad card. I'm just saying, does it have a place right now in the meta? Uh, but you guys are putting great points, so I'm going to say that, yeah, I'm going to go ahead with what you guys just uh, described. Uh, Gator, any anything you want to add to this? Um, so, with 40 hit points, I feel like it's just uh, a little bit too late after we've had uh, Fighting Fury Belt. Um, I'm not as happy yeah. with plus 40 once I've had 40 plus 10. Or uh, 30 plus 10, isn't it? Or 30 plus 10. Still, like, I'd rather have Fighting Fury Belt as well. Um, no, it's 40 plus 10. It's 40 plus 40. 10. Wow. Yeah, it Dang, is 40. Is... Dang, it's now 40. I'm disappointed with this as well. Hmm. So, like, it might have a niche. Uh, I wouldn't count it out. And I gotta give my, um, as always, when it comes to trainer cards, they are so cheap that it does not hurt you to buy a playset of all of them. Yeah, exactly. So you never know if this there might be the hot new deck that plays this card. Get it now, um, or two to three weeks after the set drops. Don't get it right now because it's going to be super overpriced. But it does getting a playset of all of these cards. If you're a regular Pokemon player, is not going to break the bank, and it's worth having. And yeah. we have several reprints in here, so you've already probably got playsets of several of them. Yeah. So buy a playset of Muscle Dumbbell or Bodybuilding Dumbbells. Which, by the way, when you do control find replace bow with sublime, turns it into sublimey building dumbbells. By the way, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 
That's uh, good old Google uh, documents. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and just rate this. I'm going to go with effective. 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 Yep. It definitely is going to be seen hmm, someplace, somewhere. There's a deck for it. You guys made a really good point with Ninetales GX. It's one card that I can see that definitely can use the potential of bodybuilding dumbbells. But... We're going to move on from one new trainer to a classic that is being once more reprinted. And that is Sublime. Escape Rope. Y'all know what it does. You switch your active, your opponent switches theirs. But they do it first. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And uh, it's a staple. It's been around for a while. We just want to mention it. I don't think it's even useful to us rate it. We're all going to say it's super effective. Yeah. It's a decent yeah, card. Yeah, it's a good card. It it's been is. known. We're when, just letting when you, you know. It, it's great. Exactly. It's sticking around. It's sticking around. That's why we're telling it right now. So moving on to, well, definitely one card is going to shift the meta because we're losing another. And that is our next villain. Yo, Go yo, for it, yo, Gator. it's your boy Guzma. What's up? It's a supporter. All right. Switch your opponent's active with one of their bench Pokemon. Then switch your active Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. Guzma is lit. Yes, so it is happy. basically Scape Rope on steroids. It is Lysander and Escape Rope having such a good time. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. It's a baby. It's a baby between Escape Rope and Lysander. Uh, Sublime, what do you think? I think it's... Well, we all know it's super effective, right? Because yeah, it lets you, it like, is. hunt. Yep. And there's actually quite a few decks, as we've talked about, that would rather run Guzma over Lysander anyway when you have things that need to switch out their attackers, yep. like Ho-Oh GX and Lapras GX. So yeah, it's a good card. And Galissapod GX. And Galissapod GX. Yeah. Yep. It's um, definitely a card we're gonna see four of. With probably. so many things that like float stones and everything, it's not a problem at all. Like the most yeah. majority of time to have to switch your active. Yep. And have yep. a free retreater somewhere. And if you're not playing a free retreater, yeah. you should. Yeah. And then there's the altar of the moon for a lot of decks as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true. That definitely is going to see a lot of play. It's going to see a lot of, like, at least two in every deck, uh, as people tend to play Lysanders, even in a meta where VS Seeker is available. Um, this definitely, again, see people playing two, if not four, in certain decks, because it's just very, very, very good. Now, we're going to go ahead and just say super effective across the board. We all know that. So, yes, go ahead and get a play set of Guzma as soon as possible. Now... We're going to move on from the Gen 7 Sun and Moon team leader, V-Lung team leader, to one of their captains. Uh, this fire dude, Kiawe, is actually symbolizes more than just energy support, but hope to fire decks across the board. Kiawe, it's a searcher deck for four fire energies and attach them to one of your Pokemon. That's right, you search your deck for four, and you attach them on the same turn. Anything that requires at least four energies, fire, it will be able to attack. Uh, and then shuffle your deck, of course. Uh, hmm, wow. Uh, Gator, let's start with you. What do you think of Kiawe? Um, In a format that has Lele, it's so good. Gosh, it's so good. <laughs> it's because turn one, you can't attack anyway. So you opt to go, if you get the coin flip, you're starting off with a a big fat four energy attacker. Like, you throw it on, if you go off explosive on Volcanion, or Ho-Oh, like, you just, there's so many, there's so much donk potential. Yep. Like, you're just like, boop, okay, you lose. Yep. 
It's just crazy. The fact that you can attach four energies in one turn, what craziness is this? It's it's the perfect scenario for everyone that wants to play exactly that. Uh, um, yeah, like, uh, want to play uh, four energy type matchups, and it's just it's so good. Uh, Sublime, so good. Like actually, you could just put it on your Lele too. If oh, you that's right. Use fire attackers because they can use whatever. Yeah, um, yeah Kiawe is literally lit. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is very very much attack. lit. Also, uh, the card art, um, not safe for children. I'd like to point that out there. This, this is a very undressed man. Um, <laughs> it's not that bad. It, no, Wick's just as bad. Like, this set is just, like, straight up creepy. Like, too many naked people. <laughs> naked men, naked women. Well, like, yeah. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Equality across the board. <laughs> So, super effective for Kiawe, we can all agree. It's such a great card, so super effective as well. Moving on from one captain to another, from the fire heats of uh, brainstorm and fire to the calmness, quietness, and refreshiveness of water. Take it away, Sublime. Lana is getting a supporter card, and at first I wasn't impressed with this, but like I've become more and more impressed with it the longer I've thought about it. So, Lana heals 50 damage from each of your Pokemon that has any water energy attached to them. In a water toolbox, uh, this is the jam. Mm-hmm. It's just... Like, it's... That, that key word there, anything that has the water energy attached. Mm-hmm. So, that heals things that Rough Seas can't even touch. And Rough Seas is going mm-hmm. away. So, being able to heal 50 in a shot is really nice. Yeah, it's, and yeah. for that one month when you have them both... Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Like, you know what? I know what I'm playing for the next month. So. Primarina GX? <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're a well, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, no, definitely. It's just a, it's a good card. 50 damage for as many Pokemon as they have energy. It's not to be liking. And then remember, guys, we can't look at this in a vacuum necessarily. We do have to look to the fact that water already has so many ways of healing that it's just even more helps a lot. So, uh, Lana, for me, super effective for our water decks. I want to celebrate Sublime on coming around on Lapras. You know, he was initially down on it, but he's he's come around. I said it was effective to begin uh, but, with, but now I think but it's now you like effective. it. Absolutely. You know, well, you know what? You know what turned me on it was on TTCGL, they have the get 40 knockouts with your water types right. going right now. And I'm like, gosh, what's the fastest way to do that? And it, like Lapras. It's Lapras GX. <laughs> Slappers the whole time. You just had to search your heart. That's yeah, you're right, you're right. I mean, I was wrong about it. I admitted it. I was definitely wrong about Lapras. Yeah, well, so that's what thing. we do those episodes. So moving on from a supporter card to our first stadium and only stadium that we're going to be discussing here. Gator. No, there's a second. Oh, there's, there's another one. one. Oh, there's another one. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so there's a first. One. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Mount Latakilla, right? Okay. So um, here's what happens. Um, we're losing uh, Team Aqua Seeker Base and Team Magma Seeker Base. So Pokemon's like, hey, let's make two bases, like two stadiums that are kind of like them, but not really. <laughs> so Mount Lanakilla is the first one. Um, it's the retreat cost of each basic Pokemon in play is one colorless more, which is, of course, a replacement for Team Aqua Seeker Base, which gave everything that wasn't Team Aqua one colorless more, including evolutions. Yeah. Whatever. This card is poop. It's almost there. 
No, wow. any it, no, your opponent can replace the stadium. Like anything that hinders your opponent that your opponent has an answer to, yeah, is not really the best in stadiums. Yeah, yeah, you really want something that affects you for a stadium. That way, you have more control over it. You can play it and use its ability rather than the other way around, as they can take it out. And again, Plus, there's just so many. Don't ways. even care. Floatstones exactly. don't care at all. Yeah, floatstones will not care whatsoever. So I don't see Mount Lanakila being played that much. Sublime, any last words? It's not very effective. Not very effective for me at all. Not very effective. So moving on to my waifu from Gen 7, my Alolan waifu, Olivia. Olivia is pretty, pretty decent for more more than just one aspect. Its ability, though, it's... I told uh, you guys this isn't for children anymore. (laughs) Its uh, effect, though, for supporter is set your deck for up to two Pokemon GX, reveal them, and put them into your hand. Um, there's not much else to say other than, yeah, people who are going to play GX Pokemon are definitely going to play Olivia. Uh, Tapu Lele and Olivia make, it's basically Hoopa, right, for EXs. It's just, it just sounds good. Um, take it away, Gator. I like that it pulls any GX and not just basic GXs, because mm-hmm. right now we have a lot of basic search with Pokemon <laughs> Fan Club and Brigitte. Yeah. Brigetti, um, is that how you say that? Oh there's no D, it's Brigetti. Um, oh, Mom's Brigetti. <laughs> so, uh, with Mom's Brigetti, like, there's not really anything that you want. So, I think it's great to be able to look up for two GXs, especially in decks that are, are kind of running um, Alolan Bullpicks to do that job. They now have a better option in a supporter yeah. without having to dedicate the attack slot necessarily. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of Metagross in particular. That wants to be able to find out those Metagross so they can rare candy fun times. Yep. What about you, Sublime? The only thing I would say is this is a good card, yes. Um, beware N. Oh, yes. Beware N, indeed. Although, I mean, that's... You're doing Olivia maybe to get the GXs you need to be able to play that turn. So that doesn't that's really affect... Yeah. yeah, that's a really affect... Yeah. And, and Anything not... that goes into your hand, you just have to be cautious about playing it immediately. Yeah, don't use this your if... your opponent you... knows you played it. Correct. Don't reveal it if you're not ready to use it. Don't use Olivia to find the two GX Pokemon for Pokemon that you can't evolve that turn. Um, so that's the way to play, efficiently play Olivia. So we're gonna go ahead and review this. Of course, my wife, it could have been, uh, your, uh, you played the supporter card and uh, your active Pokemon is not knocked out. I would have still said super effective for my wife, Olivia, but it is still a great card. Go for Sublime. It's fine. It's it's super effective. Yeah, there's decks that want it. Yep. Um, I'm gonna give this a regular effective. Um, hmm. Searching out two Pokemon in a format where it's more fun to pull out a Brigetti, and I keep saying Brigetti because it makes Sublime skin crawl. Um, That's a gross <laughs> word. <laughs> um, it yeah, like I see it. It's got a niche, but it's just kind of effective. Yeah, you're not you're advancing your board state, but I don't know the cost of a supporter per turn is really, really vital. So it's tricky. Yeah, I can see that. So we're gonna move on from Olivia to another waifu for many. This is my secondary waifu, honestly, and that's Plumeria. Sublime, take it away. So Plumeria um, is a supporter that says discard two cards from your hand. If you do, discard one energy from one of your opponent's Pokemon. 
so Gator, uh, I'm sure we'll be playing it all the time, and I won't hate it. <laughs> it, it's, it. Okay, so Sublime made the mistake of choosing a deck that doesn't play well with Sylvia, and that's what the saltiness is coming from. <laughs> well, I mean, um, like, any... you love disruption anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, like, anything that plays DCEs is just essentially, like, bad. Um, as our resident hateful... I like that I've, like, supplanted Scrawn in, like, scumbag decks. Um <laughs> I, re- I really have like I he he inspired me and I feel like I learned from the master and rose above. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we have a problem right now with discarding basic energy from the bench. Um, you're relying on a coin flip with crushing hammer, whereas Plumeria gets it with just discarding cards. And there's certain decks like um, Sableye Garb and Expanded that don't care about throwing cards away. Sylveon honestly doesn't care about throwing cards away. So this element of disruption is perfect. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely a one of trainer. It's not a team flare grunt level where you're playing you want to play have it in hand like most every turn, but it's still really solid. And and even if you're not necessarily playing a mill deck or a disruption deck, even and I can see this being played just for fun seeks on a guard of or GX. Because you're not afraid of just discarding cards there. And then you can bring it all back when you use the GX cards, getting your 10 cards from your discard pile onto your deck once more. Uh, I mean, it is pretty decent. And and that's coming from someone that, that doing the first read-through of this card, I didn't see the potential. I'm like, oh, discarding two, en- two cards from your hand to just get rid of one energy. I don't see it. After Gator explained to me how the disruption in this meta is going, it actually is... Very, very good. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to give it a super effective. It's super effective. Yeah, it's got a lane, and as long as it stays in the lane, it's yep. good. Yep. Super yeah. effective. So moving on to our next stadium. The stadium, of course, is Poetown. Poetown, Gator, take it away. Is is a Poe excuse for a stadium, let me tell you. I like it. <laughs> Alright, whenever... It's a stadium, obviously. Whenever any player plays a Pokemon from their hand to evolve one of their Pokemon, put three damage counters on it, it is a poor man's Team Aqua Secret Beast. Um, again, any stadium that's on your opponent's side of the field expecting to hurt them needs... It's, it's not how that works. Like, I see what you're going for, guy, but that's not how it works. I can replace a stadium most any time. Like, I, I never really have a problem replacing a stadium as it, if, it, if I need to get something to replace the stadium. And three damage counters isn't all that much with a lot of these stage ones that you're evolving up. It might make the difference in a Lola Ninetales matchup, but, like, Garb doesn't care about getting three damage counters on it. If anything, you're helping them out because then their Drampo gets powered up. I don't think this is a great card. But again, the other side of it is the fact that, yes, you might actually want to have a three damage counters on your stage ones when you evolve. Yeah. If you're using Drumpa GX, uh, for as one example, or any other, uh, such as, uh, oh my god, what was the one that does, uh, Taurus? Oh, Taurus is basic, never mind. Uh, but it's definitely one way getting damage counters when you need them. Um, so yes, it is situational, but I don't say it's necessarily bad, because really you're not focusing on giving your opponent it's like if your opponent is not able to get rid of that stadium and they evolve and get 30 damage i count this as a bonus i see this card more as a gateway for you to be able to do strategies on your end uh supply what do you think 
I'm kind of like halfway between uh, the two of those positions. I like that it can replace Team Magma's secret base, since that's rotating out, and it'll be a lot cheaper. And I'm always for the people. I want things to be affordable. Um, <laughs> yes. And also, like, there's quite a few big basic decks that don't necessarily play a lot of evolutions and wouldn't mind using this to disrupt opponents of certain decks um, as well. Like, mm -hmm. you know what stadium I really don't love? Altar of the Sun. I've just never <laughs> been excited by it. And, like, if I'm going to play a Ho-Oh um, Volcanion deck, this is something I'm considering playing in it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has its niche play. I'm going to say it... Not very effective, even though I gave it that whole speech on how it might be useful. Just because, yeah, it's an effective way of getting some damage counters on your stage 1. But right now, I mean, there's still Rainbow Energy, which you can reliably put a damage counter to any, uh, and so forth. So, and, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, it does also... This doesn't take your energy attachment for the turn, though. It doesn't, that's true. Um, and which you do have, like, you get, you can put Pikachu... And then put Poe Town, evolve it to write you for the Paralyze, and immediately play a Cerola to put it back. So that's that combo going on for it. But uh, I'm just going to say it's not very effective. Not very effective. Super effective. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Let's see. Let's see. Like you're going to see this card. And what? What wants what? it? Grandpa, for sure. Eh. <laughs> I think I think after the success Tord had, I think people are going to start moving towards the rainbow build a lot more. Hmm. It could be. That could be it. But we're going to move on because we still have a few cards we have to go through. We're already at the two-hour mark, guys. This is going to be a long one for you guys at home. But honestly, this set, we just deserve the time we spent on it. So we're going to go ahead and move to the next one. And that is Rotom Dex Pokefinder Mode. And that's one hell of a... Mouthful when it comes to titles for card. Now, uh, Rotom Dex is an item card. Look at the top four cards of your deck and put them back on top of your deck in any order you like and shuffle them back in. Uh, and then what? Or shuffle them. Okay, there we go. You have to choose from actually putting them back in any way you like or just if you don't like them at all, just shuffle them back. Um, it's interesting. I don't see it being played in every deck, but it... I mean, it's basically Galate's ability, but in a train, in an item card you can use in one turn without having to evolve. So I guess it's decent. Uh, Gator, start with you. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Very eh. situational. No, not even, there's no situation I see myself in where I want this over puzzles. Yeah. I can see that. What about you, Sublime? Eh, no. No. <laughs> No. It's like there's so much deck space yeah. that you need to devote to things that advance your board state, and that doesn't really advance your board state. If really anything, doesn't. it gets you out of a bad situation so you can get a top deck of a supporter. But it, you're in that bad situation where you're not drawing a supporter because you're playing cards like this. Yeah, And then your opponent just can play N on his turn and completely ruin the yep. progress that you did on your deck. So yeah, not very effective at all. Um, it. I can see a niche build with this and an artillery. No. Uh, no. But mm. even then, you're no, stretching. Just Zoroark GX with Mallow. That's what you want to do. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. This yeah. guy. This guy plays Pokemon. Not this thing. <laughs> so let's go ahead and just give it a not very effective. I'm sorry. Not um, very effective. Yeah, not very it's effective. just not good. 
So, um, we're going to move on to another captain. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Sophocles? Sophocles. It's Sophocles. Sophocles. Yeah. Okay, Sophocles. sublime. Go ahead and take Sophocles. So, Sophocles is real simple. You discard two cards and then draw four. Um, that's different than drawing just three, I guess. Yeah, um, it sucks. I don't like it. I, can I see like that your defense like... is it's, it's different than drawing three. <laughs> It's like, not Tierno. Just... It's not Tierno or How. Hey, it's not How. That's something. Um, I guess, like, if you want to discard cards, then maybe. But, like, if you want to discard cards, why aren't you just playing Ultra Ball? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're very right. Yeah. Like, no, don't. I mean, Get it's away. more options for you to discard cards, that's for sure. But it's still, it's like, eh, no. Why are you using it. those options, though? Like, <laughs> exactly. Again, you play four Ultra Balls, you can get rid of whatever you want. Yeah. And oh, and you draw... have Sycamore still in play as well, so you can just discard your whole hand. Like, if yeah. you want to draw four cards, then there's other ways to do it. Yeah. I mean, Bicycle lets you do it for free. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Sof- oh. Sophocles. Oh. You're just not going to make the cut. Uh, not very effective. Better than yeah. how, not very effective. <laughs> Gator? <laughs> yeah. Not very effective. <laughs> there we go. I'd Moving on. Oh, wow. <laughs> Moving on to another goldie, um, oldie but goodie. Uh, this is a classic. Uh, this is actually interesting. Super Scoop Up has been available in the meta since forever, since the game actually started. And we just experienced the only limited time in the meta where Super Scoop Up was not available in the meta at all. When it got rotated out. Now, it's back, baby. And oh boy, did we miss it. Gator, let's talk a little bit about Super Scoop Up. Yeah, for guys that don't know, this has been around since almost base set. Um, and some it's been around since base up. Yeah. They're, like, regular Scoop Up was in base set, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, So, basically, you flip a coin. If heads, put one of your Pokemon and all cards attached to it back in your hand. It's Acerola with a coin flip. Um, without the condition of needing damage. Without the condition that. of needing damage. Um, it's great. Um, you see this card a lot in Expanded with things that use abilities, like the Raichu we were talking about. So, for example, Toad Bats um, is Seismitoad with the Crobat line, and the Crobats do more damage when you place them down and evolve them on a bench. Um, you see things like the Alakazam EX and Mega Alakazam deck that do more damage when you place things down. Super Scoop Up allows you to pick those Pokemon up and abuse those abilities. It also allows you to get a Pokemon that's in danger of being knocked out. out. And, most importantly, I think, and one of the best uses I can think of for it, it gets you out of a situation where people, somebody's trying to Lysander stall you or Guzma stall you in the upcoming meta. You're able to just pick up your Pokemon out of the active spot and send somebody else up to finish people off. It's great. I love Super Scoop Up. And he basically has covered all the aspects of why this card's great. And uh, again, it's no use scoring it. It's, we all know it's a super effective. It's a classic. It's just good to have it back. So welcome back, Super Scoop Up. You are most welcome back. You are beautiful. <laughs> okay, we're almost done, guys. We're almost done. We're going to move on with Tormenting Spray. Tormenting Spray is an item card. Choose a random card from your opponent's hand. Discard the, the opponent reveals the card. If it's a supporter, discard it. It might see some play. I don't really see why would no. you want to do this at all. No. So I don't like it. Sublime, you're pretty vocal. Go ahead. That's No, I can't imagine this seeing play. Like, in your opponent's hand, 
you have to get a specific type of card, and it's, all it does is discard it. No, don't play this. Play something better. This is a waste of a space in your deck. I agree. Gator. Oh, there's so many scenarios where this card is amazing. Unfortunately, you're never going to have it in your hand when it is one of those scenarios. <laughs> That's just how it works. Like, yep. you're not. Um, when your opponent just needs to hit that in and end the game or hit the sycamore and draw whatever they need, like, it's just not going to happen. And quite honestly, with the way that the, the decks are moving, I don't know that you'll see very many of those situations coming up anymore because they're going to lay for them. Like, it just... it's The times they are a-changing. The times so. they are definitely a-changing. Now, um, if you could guarantee something like... If you made a stupid, silly deck, even with... Um, um, what's his face? Uh, Gumshoes. That still doesn't work because your opponent... It's, it's a random choosing. So, like, it's... There's not even a niche scenario where this is good. Like, it's just so bad. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's not very effective. Let's just stop it there. Not very effective for me, Sublime. Not very effective. And there, Gator. Not very effective. Moving on to another classic that's being reprinted, that is Weakness Policy. Uh, we already know what it does, but Sublime, just take a little, let's talk a little bit about it. Some classics are not good. <laughs> and should not be brought back. Well... Depends on the deck. Uh, what we deck just... played this? What deck played this? Well, I'm currently Lycan Rock. Um, what I'm playing right now uses a oh, weakness policy. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you, you're you're bad. Um, you can't use you as an example. Um, wow. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. What are you gonna do? No, no like, one likes weakness policy. It's a bad card. Yeah. It's this. No. Get I've a better got... supporter. I've got more weakness or, policy um, than I want. Yeah, I, yeah. No, uh, get a better equipment. If you already yeah. have four weakness policy, yeah. live your life like that. If you need to get four weakness policy, do that, but don't try to build a deck around it because again, this this falls now back to the stadium problem where we have tool removal, yeah. and your opponent can kind of at will remove your weakness and yeah. punch you in the face. Yeah, it's still nice to have. <laughs> it is uh, very situational, but it could help. No. One time, no. one if, turn. It's if you're relying on weakness policy, you need to like reassess what you're playing. No, no, not rely on it. The Dyker Rock deck does not rely on weakness policy. Why would it's you just... include a card that's sometimes okay? Like that's not because if you're fighting against a grass yeah. type, that's it. You're done. At least you want some defense against grass or your weakness. Oh, you know what you should do? Otherwise, like, an attacker not weak to grass or get good. <laughs> Fine. Fine, we're not reviewing this anyway. I don't think this anyway. is going to change your matchup against Grass. It won't. All. It just gives me just one small hope Ooh, of chance. Who plays like three, like uh, uh, the uh, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. <laughs> That's fine. I understand. <laughs> Moving on it's to our next one. Good. It's never been good. <laughs> And now, um, we're gonna move on to Wiki. Uh, Wick? How do you pronounce Wick. that name? Wick. Wicka Wicka Wow. Uh, okay, Gator, take it away. So, Wick, again, another card inappropriate for children. Um, I don't know why they're doing that this set. So basically, uh, and not this card, the full art. Um, Wick is a supporter, and each player counts the cards in their hand, and shuffles their cards in the deck, and then draws that many cards. It's like a weird end. Yeah, but it's not based on prizes. It's based on the cards in hand, 
And I don't know how much I like this card, because at the times you need a draw supporter, you kind of need more cards, yeah, not less. that's the problem. The only situation where you actually might want to use this, it's, um... But playing, the, listen to me though, playing this lessens your hand. So, like, if you have a four-card hand with Wicked and you play it, then you draw three cards. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It definitely is. The only, like I was saying, like, the only reason you might want to play this is when it's late game, uh, and your opponent has one card, and you want to leave them with one card, and you want to draw as many cards as you currently have. It's uh, uh, What I'm saying, it's not very effective. Sublime, it's not though. terrible, because, like, let's say you have... Let's say your opponent has a small hand, and you don't. And you want to shuffle, but you want to, you don't want to give your opponent a bunch of cards, then this would hypothetically be better than playing an end. I don't um, care if your opponent's I hands are the size of Donald it, Trump's though. tiny hands. Like, you don't... <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't want to play, play it. it. Like, like, I don't think it's terrible, but I wouldn't want to play it. I think it's not very effective. Yep, not very effective for me too, Gator. Not very effective. I'm sorry, week. Uh, better luck next time. Let's go ahead and finish this with our last trainer, uh, and that is Wishful Baton. And Sublime, take this one away. Well, here's a tool that's not terrible. Um... Wistful Baton, attach a, um, this to one of your Pokemon. If this uh, poke- if the Pokemon this card is attached to is your active Pokemon and is knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack, move up to three basic energy cards from that Pokemon to one of your benched Pokemon. Yeah, it's basically an uh, experience chair, uh, but on steroids. Gator. So yeah, way, way better. better. Way better than way experience better. chair. Yep. Um, tossing that many energy is dumb. Like, if a Vettel had this earlier in the season, that deck would have never stopped seeing play. Like, it would have topped literally everything. Yeah. Um, is wow, three basic energy to one of your bench. And, like, it makes Darkrai better. This is one of the things that, like, gives that Darkrai deck a chance. Um, again, though, you leave yourself open with tools for your opponents to have a field blower. Um, so it's tough, but it is a good tool. It like is it's definitely yeah. better than the the sublimity d- building dumbbells. <laughs> so yeah, the only thing worth mentioning is, and the main uh, difference between this and uh, experience chair that it's not just the amount of energy is the fact that experience you attach experience chair to the Pokemon that you want it to receiving that energy while you're attaching this with your baton to the Pokemon that you want to give the, the Pokemon that you want it to give its energy away. Typically, the Pokemon with the energy is the one that you want to be able to deal more damage. So things like Choice Band is something to consider. However, I do understand that for consistency uh, reasons, it's this is definitely a better choice. Because you can consistently know that you are going to be able to have enough energy for your other Pokemon if this one is knocked out. So I, I'm going to give it a super effective. It will definitely see play. In the Gardevoir deck even. Yeah, super effective. Mm-hmm. Super effective. Yep. And that's it, guys. Those are the main cards we wanted to discuss. I'm sure there were some that we missed. We are going to rapidly to say a, a little uh, shout out to these four full art Pokemon that are finally going to be revealed in Burning Shadows, and that's Tapu Bulu GX, Lycanroc GX, my boy, Tapu Bulu, uh, the Secret Rare, and Lycanroc GX, the Secret Rare, Rainbow yeah, Rare. Yeah, those, pro- those, those were the promo prints, so we only yep. got these as promos before. So this is that Lycanroc Day form, I want to say? Midnight form? I don't know the forms. I can never yeah. figure them out. I think anyway, this, isn't this the midnight one? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's, it's midday. One. This is the one that gets rid of... Oh, yeah, yeah, the midday. Energy. Yes, yes, yeah, midday. Which this is a good card. Yeah. That, 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 that knocks off energy for the first attack. 
Yep. And then, of course, you guys all know about Tapu Bulu. So this yep. is our chance to get the full art and the rainbow rares on those. And let me tell you that full art Bulu is beautiful. It, it definitely is beautiful. So, uh, it all just green. Looks so good. Yeah. And you know how we like our green. Uh, the rainbow one is not bad at all. Also, it's really, really fun. Um, so many colors. So many colors. Now, with that, we end the set review. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and end this with our obvious, our own review off the set as well. Burning Shadows has brought a lot of games back in, a lot of new strategies. It brought back Scoop Up, that's big. It, it just brought us a Guzma, awesome. So many great cards. It's hard to see how this is not a very super uh, effective deck. So, but let's go ahead to our panel. Uh, first, guys, tell me your brief summary of what you feel that is Burning Shadows and then your overall score. Let's gonna start with you, Sublime. Go. Oh my gosh. Um, Neuver GX giving you item lock that does like decent damage. Love. Gardevoir GX is giving fairy like its moment again. Love. Uh, Dark Ride GX coming from the grave. Marshadow attacking with things in the grave. Ho oh, bringing things back from the grave. Love, love, love. Yeah, definitely. Nine out of ten. Nine point five out of ten. Okay, so it's very super effective for you. It's very uh, Gator. Um, I don't think this set is as good. Um, as Guardians, I feel like really? it's, Guardians, I feel is the nine point five out of ten, if not ten out of ten. This is more like a six or a seven. Whoa! Um, there's okay. definitely cards coming out of here that are going to change things, but I don't think the set is so impactful as Guardians. I feel like Guardians was a literal game changer because if you look at the meta before Guardians and after Guardians, completely different. Like, just completely different. Choice Band changed everything. Tapu Lele changed everything. Tapu Lele almost single-handedly killed a deck engine that had been running for like a year and a half. Um... That you cannot, if you're gonna go based off impactfulness and just wow, Guardians Rising is so hard to touch, and this set does not come close. We're looking at it with these rose-colored glasses, and I think if you take a step back and look at what's coming out as a whole, um, besides you know uh, Gardevoir and I guess Guzma would be my top two from the thing. I don't think this deck is gonna be or this set, rather, is going to be that big of a deal. Like I said, five, six, seven, somewhere in that range of rating. It's definitely no evolutions, that's for sure. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not evolutions. But I'd say it's almost like Steam Siege, where you got a good deck out of it, but for the most part, it's kind of like, meh. I don't know. I, I would have to totally disagree there, Gator, because... Oh, yes. and I rate it effective. Oh, effective. Okay. So, because, um, yes, Guardians Rising, I'm not saying it's better than Guardians Rising. I'm saying it's right up there with it. Um, Guardians Rising did bring us Tapu Lele, but if we're counting about, which is basically a reprint of Jirachi with more HP and a good decent attack, if we're gonna count reprints, we gotta talk about Super Scoop Up. Super Scoop Up is a big shakeup into the meta. And Acerola as well. But if you look at, like, Expanded or any other meta, that has the availability of those cards that are similar. But that's like, an expanded, even... which is a completely expanded. different thing. But I'm saying, though, even Tapu Lele hitting expanded changed everything. Garbodor hitting expanded changed everything. Like, I, kind of, I didn't even bring up Garbodor when I was talking about Guardians Rising. And Choice Band hitting 30 attached to anything. It's not like, uh, what was it, Silver Bengal. It is, it was, it's meta-defining. So the Guardians Rising set is literally the most meta-defining set I have seen in the... 
in a long time. Like, I think it is so high up there and it makes such a big difference and a big impact that it is not fair to compare this set to it. Like, I'm like I'm not saying this set is Fates Collide level. Like, I'm saying it's at least a Steam Siege level, but it's not, <laughs> it's not like, so crazy. Like I said, it's just effective for me. Well, hmm. I don't think it's that great. Interesting. No, well, I won't go. Definitely going to go with super effective. Uh, I mean, when I see it, I just see so many good things. We see Galisapa GX. We see Ho GX. It's Salasso. Uh, Alola Nine Tails. Uh, there's just so many good cards in here. Not to mention good trainers uh, that we just went through. It just it is going to make an impact. May, may it may not be as as impactful as Guardians Rising. It doesn't mean though that it's not a fantastic set and in a great addition to the Get TCG overall, which only improves uh, the set whatsoever. It's definitely better than Sun and Moon. Um, so no, I would say it's not really better than good. Sun and Moon. Yeah, I'd say Sun and Moon. I think better. it's on par with Sun and Moon. Yeah, I I might even give Sun and Moon the edge. Really? Uh, yeah, because Sun and Moon had, with the introduction of the GX mechanic, and you have things like Lapras that kind of change the way people are building decks, I think Sun and Moon was much more impactful at the time. I don't know long-term that it's more defining of the metagame with Sun and Moon, just like looking at the cards that came out of Sun and Moon, um, because I can't think of anything that came out of Sun and Moon... Besides, you know, um, Espeon right now, that's like slaying. Because even Tauros has fallen off a little bit. Yeah, like I've got is going to die as soon as Plant uh, Giant Force is going to yeah, go but away. So. Like, yeah, Decidueye is a perfect example, though. Decidueye was a deck that came out of there and blew everything away. And I think that that's what's going to happen in this set, too, with Gardevoir. But, like, overall, I think Sun and Moon had a little bit of edge on it. Um, oh. just with, Just with, like, impact. Um, I understand that. I just feel that this set not only like powers up fire and fairy to a point of levels that they weren't before. Um, it really does. It, the fact that fairy is going to be playable really hard. It is a meta changer, and also fire for that uh, for that aspect. I mean, grass. Who would want to play grass now that fire is up and running with actual decent fire attackers? So I don't know. I do uh, do give it a super effective. I think it's as good as Guardians Racing. I think it's better than Sun and Moon, honestly, because I just I like the trainers on it. it. It just does more, and it replaces a lot of things that we're losing in the rotation as well. I mean, Sun and Moon has really good trainers too. Like, like if you, yeah, Professor Kokui is is nice. That's fantastic. Yes, but it's like my like, favorite supporter. <laughs> it is. It, that, well, Twenty yeah. more damage. Anything that boosts too. damage is not to be <laughs> underestimated. I love yeah. Kokui. Love, so, love. it's definitely a great set. So we have two super effectives and one effective. And that's bringing us to the end of the episode, guys. We are finished this review giving Guardians... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> giving Burning Shadows two super effectives and one effective. Guys, this is a great set. So please, please, please start saving money for those play sets of all the cards you need from this set. We are going to see a it's lot of them. It's literally just four Gardevoirs and the trainers. What other cars do you need a playset of? Marsh Shadow, you need one or two. No, you do need Marsh. I get a playset of Marsh Shadow. Yeah. I mean, Deansi. If you want to play Gardevoir, you need the four Deansis. Oh, going, you know. Save your you got to have your ho Hey, Necros, my GX. Yeah, but those are like one or two of. They're not like full playsets. They're not going to be a deck in themselves. Mm, that's true. Anyway, it's going to be a deck. 
Yeah, yeah but it's going to be a deck in Volcanion where you're already running four Volcanion, three Baby Vox, and probably a, a Turtonator in there as well. So, like, how much four, more roof do you have in there? I think you need four Volcanion. Like, it's nice to have the playset of it because it's a valid adapter. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we have reached the end of our episode. So, as always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you like what you has heard, we are not the only show. Please join us at PucklePodcast.com. We have other shows such as the main flagship show, Puckle Podcast, every Monday with our boy Thatch. We also have the Game Corner running, and that's once a month, but it's fun trivia for all the families. Uh, we're going to go ahead and drop it here. Um, please, 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 please go to our Facebook at Facebook.com slash Puckle. Um, and also facebook.com slash pucklectcg for our um, Facebook group, which is filled with great players, great community, trade, talk, ask for, uh, 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 oh, help with your decks and everything. Uh, it's really good. Uh, also, please follow us on Twitter at Paco Podcast um, and follow us on Tumblr at, uh, Gator, what was Tumblr again? It's pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. There we go. Uh, lastly but not least, please, if you can, go ahead to our streaming at PucklePod, the Puckle Podcast and stream in uh, Twitch and subscribe there if you want. Follow us. We do every Monday and Wednesday. I will stream some TCG action for you guys. And then every uh, for the time being, every Tuesday and every Saturday, that's the man is going to be streaming some VGC. And yes, we do accept viewer challengers. It makes it a lot of fun. In the TCG, what we're doing now is uh, once we are already there in the streaming, we all join in the tournament together. So everyone's participating. It's not just me watching me play. You guys are going to be playing alongside with me. Um, and of course, if you have the money to spare, go to our Patreon and please become a patron. Uh, every single cent you go, go, go right into back to the community and the shows. For example, on PuckleCon, we were able to give both Sublime and, uh, Basket great, uh, new microphones. That's all thanks to you guys. You made that possible. Now, the quality, as you can hear, for Sublime is a lot better. Uh, and everything is go, is directly back to you guys to make sure that the quality of these shows go up and the community goes up. So thank you so much for donating. As always, Sublime, more than a pleasure. It is always a pleasure. And we're Gator. business oh. with pleasure. <laughs> uh, Gator, thank you so much. Always oh, a pleasure as well. Go buy all your trainers. I mean it. And I have people ask this all the time, so I want to throw it out there just to you guys that were lovely and listened to the end. Give it two or three weeks after the set drops to buy your cards. Yeah. They'll go down so much money. And if you can wait even longer, a lot of these GXs are going to be like 2 or $3. They print a massive amount of these cards. Have a little patience, and you'll get a little bit more savings in your pocketbook. And you can take that to the bank. Yeah, sure. For the next episode, though, uh, we are going to talk about PuckleCon and the Liverpool uh, region also. Stay tuned for that. But I do want you guys to send me your emails and tell me, what do you think about Burning uh, Burning Shadows? Is this an amazing set? Are you with Gator? Then it's okay set? Or are you the contrarian that says, no, this that sucks let us know please send your emails uh, that's the mailback question for next episode and until then we'll catch you all on the flip flop have a good night
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.